0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen it is thursday june the fourteenth twenty eighteen It's another technical alpha podcast uh it is the the podcast immediately following e three which means um ironically there has been both a lot of news, but it's also news that we've kind of already covered. So we're going to try our best to just kind of piece together a podcast this evening and uh, maybe just go over some of the the things that we saw and, and there have been some other things that we can talk about as well and do our, our tech support and be on our way, which is fine because if it doesn't run too long, I'm not going to complain because for whatever reason my body has decided to allow yet another virus to attack my throat, which just seems to be a very common thing this year. Uh, with me, uh, and so uh, it won't it won't kill me if this isn't a three hour long podcast. But first, because this is our first time with only Jeff and I, while using while using Discord, I'm gonna let Jeff somehow fill maybe a minute minute and a half of dead air while I with a trackpad. Set up his camera on the overlay that we're about to get up here. Mr. Black, how are you doing today?
1: Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm just chilling. Just uh, took a chill and Adam's face has
0: gone crazy. So, <laughs> And for if you see the stream, there's a very good reason. <laughs> wow. I don't... What just happened? Whoa. What is going on? <laughs> what is this? Uh, okay, crisis management. You just go ahead. You just keep all right. You keep yeah, doing yeah. your thing. I'm I, I well. There's not really much exciting going on
1: uh, with me today. I just streamed Realm Royale, the newest battle royale out in the sea of royals out there. And uh, then just took a shower and had some chicken. And here I am. Great, I'm done.
0: You did it. All right, cool. Good job. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That was some crazy shit. I don't know how that happened. That's actually really weird. I have, like, an idea of how it happened, but that doesn't make any sense. When I did the E3, like, special events overlay, I just copied... um, one of our other scenes, but copying a scene should not retroactively change every other scene, but yet it seemed to have done that. So anyway, we're back in, uh, we're back in action. Um, let me just do this. Where's requ- panic at? He's, he's um, panic is, is, um, off making sure that his black tar heroin wing, uh, ring is, uh, is doing well. Oh, okay. Today. You know, it's a it's a very dangerous job and once in a while you gotta stick your neck out. You gotta go down with a bunch of, you know, your little your grunt workers and make mm. sure that the product is still in check, despite the fact it's black tar, which basically means that there is no product inspection, it's just fucking anything goes. You have to make sure. Now he's um he messaged me a while ago saying that uh he was possibly not gonna make it because he's going to a movie. I'm not sure. I can't remember which movie, but it is a movie. Okay. Uh, I'm not actually just sure which that is. I'm going to take a sip of this water. Mmm. Mmm. You know what my least favorite thing about having a sore throat is, other than the fact that it's already my least favorite thing in the world, having a sore throat? Water no longer (laughs) quenches your thirst. Because your throat is consistently dry all the time. I could drink 16 liters of water. And it makes no difference. My throat feels exactly the same. it still feels like I'm parched, and I hate it. It's like being stuck in the Sahara desert with nothing but your bear grills you know dedicated piss jar to drink from <laughs> uh, I feel like I may or may not one sec. this is gonna look weird to people at home a little bit. I just need to turn Jeff back up from the from when we were on e three mm there we go. I'm just gonna guess, whoa, nope, we're good technology it's it's a difficult thing to deal with um so e three happened, Mr Black it yeah. came, it went, there were many games, but there were also many games that never showed up at e three that people were expecting to show up at e three mm-hmm. um you and I didn't get to go over uh, everything. We spent the Bethesda podcast, or not podcast, the Bethesda uh, conference together. Mm -hmm. So outside of Bethesda, uh, did you see much of E3? Have you at least caught like some trailers here and there? Like have you you seen much going on in your feed? uh,
1: A few things. Like I watched The Last of Us stuff, um, saw some of the Spider-Man stuff. Uh, Basically, I only watched uh, the, was it the Bethesda and uh, like the Sony, the Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like not all of Sony, but like the good Sony stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, there was
0: in fairness to Sony, what they showed was all pretty good because, well, they only brought like four games. Yeah. So there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of risk. Uh, with Sony, it was kind of just, uh, you got some good stuff. So, uh, from E3 in general, what you did see, uh, or what, or maybe what you didn't see, I don't know if you even had expectations for maybe like there was a game coming that you thought maybe you'd catch a glimpse of that you didn't, but... Uh, if you did see Sony, what were your thoughts on, uh, on their, their conference from what you saw? What games stood out for you? So was it just like the last of us that kind of stood out or, yeah, there's the, uh, there's that strange game,
1: um, stranger or whatever the fuck it's called. The one with what's his face
0: from walking dead. Oh, oh, death stranding. Oh, stranding. Death that's stranding it. with, uh, Norman Reedus. Yeah, that's his, name. uh, and hidey, uh, by, uh, Hideo Kojima. Yeah, who, that looks uh, pretty good. Or yeah. it looks different anyway. It looks like a really dangerous UPS delivery simulator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's basically what I, it I don't know like. exactly what the game's about, but... Nobody uh, does. I'm not even sure Kojima knows what it's about yet. I think he's just winging the shit, and then when it hits the streets, he's going to come up with some really like fancy description of what that game uh, is supposed to be.
1: But yeah, those are really the only two big games... That Oh, there was a a Samurai game, too, that looked pretty cool.
0: Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Yeah, that looks pretty cool.
0: That did look pretty good. It was cinematic as fuck, dude. Did you see, like, the full... I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched the trailer. Yeah, they, uh, whatever they... Well, the trailer was, depending on how long it was, it might have actually been the same thing that they had at the conference. I don't know. But first, what they did was they brought out a really epic flute player. Just next level. Came a white dude. People were already like, "Oh, they're whitewashing the fucking, you know, Japanese pan flute." No, it wasn't even a pan flute. It was like a like a I don't know what's called. I can't think of the actual name of it, but it's like a traditional wind it's instrument. But it's a it's a it's like a flute re- recorder thing. Anyway, people are bashing him and shit. Then he starts playing, and they're like, "Okay, so he's a little good." And then he gets to this <laughs> like he gets to the point where I'm not no joke. It sounds like the Ron Burgundy jazz flute segment of that movie where he's going so fast. It's like, and I could just see Ron Burgundy, like fucking like sliding <laughs> underneath urinal, like urinals and shit, just fucking like going off. And people were like, oh shit, this is fucking epic. And the guy just like did his thing. And then he like calmly bows and walks off stage. It was like a standing o- ovation, 10 out of 10 epic flute guy. It was amazing. Then they have uh, this big ghost of um uh, Tsushima, It wasn't even a trailer, it was like a mixture, like there was gameplay and stuff, and it was good. Like if you have like a hot minute to sit down and just watch it if you thought the trailer was good, holy shit, the game is, the only way I could describe it when I was watching it is it looks cinematic as hell, like super, super cinematic, and uh, very intriguing, and the combat looked good, Uh, but yeah, for sure, I agree, that game looked looked, uh, pretty good. And I'm also kind of interested in the death, the death stranding thing, uh, like everyone else, I guess, because how can you not be, how can you not be interested in in a game that kicks off the start of basically every trailer with a baby crawling around inside what could only be a throat, like it's just <laughs> like how yeah. it's just crazy, uh, and every time you see it, we get more information, but you're just left with more like questions, I don't, like no, it could be the inside of a vagina. That's also very true. We've got birth canal just like mm-hmm. rolling around in there, uh, but uh, just crazy. And, and it looked, when I say looked good, because we didn't really see a lot of gameplay. We saw a lot of walking and climbing. Uh, graphically, it looked fantastic. Well, the thing is I find uh, with
1: this sort of era of games on the Sony PlayStation is I find they're all starting to look the same. I find that they the the color palette they use, the graphical engine that they use, the scen- the scenic everything just kind of looks a little dark, a little like um I don't know if it's all because these games are sort of post-apocalyptic or uh there's not much civilization or it's very it's stranded, it's very like you got a character and the surrounding and it's like the 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 surroundings is a character in itself and i find that the the environments in these games are starting to become more and more of the characters i feel like i feel like they're just relying on beautiful graphical realism and to the point where they're using just motion capture for every story-driven game there is they're just paying a reputable actor and laying it out there and then they're turning it into a video game something that would put is like a like a short film or a or or a, a small mm. netflix series they're like condensing it into a video game and they're they're having an actor go in there and we're we're basically playing a a, a, a movie um no, I wouldn't even say a movie. It's not really at that level of production, but more of like a Netflix series, like a like a like a decent Netflix series. A B movie, a B movie, <laughs> and and it's like there. It's almost like there's not much. There's not much heart to these things anymore. Like there's not much soul. Like it, it's 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 a bunch of of I don't know. It's the, the better the graphics are getting. The the more I, I I can appreciate, like, how real and shit awesome it looks, how beautiful it is. Like, that's the first thing that came out of your, mo- out of your mouth is, like, it looks... Well, you know, it's because that's it am- you know all mean? we
0: really saw, unfortunately. Exactly. There was
1: no gameplay really shown. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, even even still, like, a lot of these gameplay, a lot of the gameplay that we're getting from these, it's it's not even a lot of gameplay. Like, we're getting... We're, we're, we're just seeing engine and story being mm. smashed in her face. Mm. And even when I play these games, even when I play a game like The Last of Us mm. or um, uh, I don't know what's what's another game that's out there. I didn't get to play uh, God of War or anything like that, mm. but I find that a lot of these games are enjoyable, but. I find the gameplay is is good, but it's a small little section of gameplay that is repeated over and over and over again, and it's just to bring the story. It's just to get to the next cutscene, and and that's that's how I feel. A lot of the the gaming is going. It's like the more graphics we get, the less and less I'm 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 getting uh I'm getting like I don't. It's hard to put in. It's hard to articulate what I'm trying to say. It's it's. It's good and it's bad. I feel like we're losing more. Time, we're losing something like with gaming. Time, I
0: can't. More time is being spent on on the visual, the audio visual delivery than it is on actually playing in, engaging game. engaging yeah. gameplay. Yes, exactly.
1: That's that's probably the better way to put it. But you never know. I mean, some of these games might come out and it might be amazing. But um, every time I watch it, I just I just feel like. I'm watching these 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 Netflix shows. Like, I feel like it's like, oh man, that's a really cool idea. That looks really great. And it's almost like I'm forgetting it's a video game. Is it? And then, you know, it comes out and it's like an eight-hour, twelve-hour movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty I, yeah, much the well, show.
0: I can like I, I can I can totally get on board with what you're saying in that in that there's almost a um, a genre that's developed now where. Um, that that coincidentally spans multiple genres to a degree uh where the the effort put in to make it feel like you're part of a movie um <clears throat> ends up hamstringing their ability to actually allow the player to just play the game so i guess like the way to the, uh, the and the, you're right it's hard to describe it's not the easiest thing to be able to put into words, but um, Naughty Dog games, specifically I'll say The Last of Us, even though I've not played it, just watching, I, I know what it's like, and if you played the original Last of Us, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you'll be able to tell me if I'm not far off on this, but <clears throat> Naughty Dog, and this is, and this is just a, a stylistic choice by Naughty Dog, but other companies do it too, and even the latest God of War game kind of looks like they do this to a degree. Where um so much so much they're they're trying really hard to bridge the gap uh between like kind of the jank reactions that AI has to the environment and to the player character. They're trying to make it like seamless so that it looks like it looks like a, a trailer yes. more than a game. Yes. So yes, exactly. so like yeah. when you're watching The Last of Us Two thing from E three and you're seeing and you're seeing this fights play out if that, if, if, I can't even, t- if that was actual gameplay, that is the most fucking seamless shit I've ever seen in my life. To, like, it doesn't, it just looks like, because it looked like a cutscene. It's scripted. It's it's scripted. It's, it looks it's... like it was, it looks scripted, but like, that's Naughty Dog's thing is that they, for forever with the Uncharted, and, and I think more specifically with Last of Us, is that they're trying to cross over the gap between... Uh, Not scripted and scripted, but make it visually look scripted, but play like Mm -hmm. a game. Mm -hmm. And a lot of other companies are trying to get over that hurdle as well. But the methods that they use to get over that hurdle of, of, of playing not scripted, but looking scripted, the various ways in which they try to attempt that usually ends up making the game feel sterile as fuck. Well, you could, it's even like
1: in in games like Last of Us and and pretty much every uh, God of War, pretty much all these games now, they're they're relying on um, those those um, those action cutscenes where you're clicking square and your your right trigger. It's almost like everything. It's it's the game is forcing you into a sequence, and it needs to play like like a scene from a movie, except that. If you were to if there was a director filming a scene, they would do multiple takes and you get to choose as a player between three different takes. They all ultimately usually end up in the same place. They have sort of the end. The end never really changes. Uh there there might be some things in the middle on maybe a guy breaks his leg before he gets killed maybe a guy has his arm ripped off before he gets killed maybe you know maybe the guy, this guy survives this guy's having a really bad day
0: no matter how we slice yeah. it
1: <laughs> maybe he survives the attack and gets the better of your character and then runs out and gets hit by a car Ultimately, what? he still what? dies. Well, wow. even <laughs> even when he
0: wins, he loses. That's exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's like it, it's it's quick t- quick time events. Exactly. So it's like it, it's it's pretty much. And I'm okay with all. Like I'm not complaining. I'm just I'm I'm just talking about it's this becoming a thing. It's becoming
0: a bit more u- ubiquitous. It used exactly. to. It used to be the, a bit like more specific to to certain games, and now it's like everyone's it's, trying to do it.
1: Yes, and it's like I I feel like I feel like um, where they're like, oh, man, you've got infinite choices and and whatever you decide to do will will shape the world forever. And you can it's that's not really true. It's it's you're giving me choices, but those choices ultimately lead into the same place. And it never really feels like I have a choice, even though I have choices like you're forcing my hand and even even in the middle of a fight scene like like we saw in The Last of Us There'll be there'll be this crazy action sequence going on. She's they're they're like slow pan in the camera and it looks amazing and and like you know a bottle knocks over and someone's like oh who's that and 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 then you walk around the corner and a guy swings and as he's swinging it goes a little slower for a second and you gotta click square or right trigger and then when you click it you do a barrel roll and then it's just this one long sequence that's really cool but it's it feels so scripted it feels like. It feels like a, an interactive movie, and I'm down with that. But I think it's it's running its, it's running its course.
0: Um, I think we I, can I think we can safely thank QuickTime Events as being the genesis of this whole thing. Yeah, because QuickTime Events represented the first <clears throat> major way, anyway, uh, in which in which a developer could could accomplish a cinematic gameplay because all they're asking they're going to show you this really epic thing that they wouldn't be able to do if you were wholly in control yeah. of what was happening reduce it to a timed button press yeah. and now and now they're they're uh, uh, theoretically making you still feel involved in the process but really they're just they're just showing you a canned yeah. sequence that they just want to do because they want this thing to be particularly epic, and then they took that idea and just now it's just everything. Remember, there was like three to four years where it was just nothing but quick oh, time events. Oh, it's all events. quick time events. Every game,
1: Resident Evil went balls deep in quick time events. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of these games um, that are coming out, and Naughty Dog as well. Uh, listen, I love. I'll buy anything that Naughty Dog makes because they just make really great stories. And well, they do
0: it better than everyone else in terms of like what we're yeah. discussing right like now. Like, and the quality is better. The yeah. gameplay
1: is 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 good. Um, everything, everything is just great. Uh, but I find that a lot of these games now are, are the gameplay really isn't all that great. It's, it's just an interactive storytelling. And I guess you could say that's what video games are, but I, it's it's not what it used to be. It's not back in the day when I used to play like Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 8, Final Fantasy 9, just a few of them. Just just a name off. Just say Final Fantasy, just Final series. Fantasy,
0: just Final
1: <laughs> Fantasy. Right now, I know that an RPG game and, uh, you know, a 10 hour story game are two totally different things. Yeah, but we used to get those cutscenes where it would be you'd play video. You'd play a video game for a long time. You'd you you'd listen to these random cutscenes and in, in the in-game graphics without the CG shit. You'd you'd do a bunch of battles, you'd travel, you go around, you'd explore, you'd do all this stuff. And then when they wanted to drive the story, there would be a cutscene where you'd literally wouldn't touch a thing. You'd enjoy the Exposition the, 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 dump. Yes, you'd enjoy it. And that was sort of what really pushed the story. Now it's like you're kind of it's the story is being pushed from the beginning. Like they'll hook you on the first scene. Something traumatic happens. You know Somebody's You know uh, Wife dies Or some shit Like there's this crazy shit That happens And the character is like All bubbly and happy And then The next scene They're destroyed And distraught And they're an alcoholic And they're fucking Their beard is big And they're just like They're giving up on life And their and the rent's due And they're both to get An eviction notice on there And they've got that one friend That keeps showing up And says Come on man You gotta come out man You gotta change your life Hey I'm not My life is over They took everything from me And then like it runs into uh, you know a beautiful woman at a at a bar some shit and then it's it it strikes a chord and now they're gonna go look for the killers and they go in and then there's an underground mafia and then they go through and then it and then you're just playing this like this this B rated John Wick film and (laughs) and it's like it's 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 cool but what happened to the to the old school gaming where it was just it wasn't just about you know I I think
0: I think I think for me like. I For me there is there is definitely a better balance than what we're getting. We we we're, we're still kind of running we're still kind of running to the extreme end of the um uh of the you know when you said interactive storytelling if if interactive was on one end of the spectrum and storytelling was on the other end we went from from the early days of gaming where we were almost Holy interactive in terms yeah. of just straight gameplay and fucking Mario's a plumber saving a princess from a from a fucking <laughs> drugged up uh, dragon crocodile dude and then now we're we're kind of we're running the other side of the gamut now where we're into the storytelling mode um, because that's what people have been asking for is we you know we want we want more engaging story and character. And so the developers are have been playing this this balance game, and right now I feel like we're we're the scales are tipped in the storytelling uh, side. Like I
1: hear a game like like The Witcher. Like I've never played The Witcher three, but I hear that is like amazing gameplay and that amazing story, and it, mm. and it all just kind of comes together right and it's i feel like a lot of these franchises are just trying to get people emotionally attached to characters by great actors and good competent storytelling and then boom you know they've got a hit on their hands and everyone's like oh man you gotta fucking you gotta play this game like i'm, I'm i have people t- uh tell asking me to play these random ass games and like even these Telltale games, for example, well, that are legitimately flat, interactive. Uh, yes, yeah. Like literal interactive storytelling. They there. it's that's not even it's it's almost like a child's book where you open up the pages and all you're doing is like you're clicking, you're clicking a button, and it's going to a certain page, and that's the show, and that's cool, and they market it like that, and it's great. But Shout people out! Gets,
0: Sorry to interrupt you. Shout out to choose your own adventure uh, books growing up. Just my fire books, fire, fire, fire books. Fire. fire. All right, continue.
1: And people, people are like they're so
0: attached to to
1: um, to a story that that's what sells the games. Like that's the word of mouth where it's like it's no longer about man. You should see the insane. Uh, different types of moves you can do as Spider-Man, right? The, the amazing ways that you can kill your opponents and swing off webs, and how fucking crazy the gameplay has gotten, man. This is a real Spider-Man game, but instead, it's like, dude, you're not going to believe what happens to this character. I don't want to spoil. It's like a, it's like an episode of Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, like yeah. you gotta. It's like you gotta you gotta watch this shit. It's like, do I gotta watch that? That's the thing is is that's what I'm doing is I'm watching something I'm not really yeah. playing it's you play for 15 minutes you, your character like, like in this this other game where it's showing all the scenic stuff you're walking in this area and you climb a mountain and then there's a cave and you walk in the cave and then there's a there's a cut scene and you might be interactive with it and then you you run into some weird species or whatever and then the, the story starts and now it's like oh where's the species parents at let's go find them and then you go on a little journey and then you know now you gotta find a way to to climb down this mountain and all your character falls and busts his ankle and now i've got to make a sling and now you're going in the woods and you're finding a fucking (laughs) you're making a you but that's literally what these games are your character struggling "Uh, uh, uh," and you're like you're breaking a stick and it looks so real like oh fuck and you're like snapping your leg back
0: in your place and you're like every game is (laughs) is the revenant where you're eating a bear heart that's
1: that's literally (laughs) what the game is Video games these days are the rev. It's the revenant in terms of gameplay. What you can do, you can go around. You can you can hunt your stuff. You can cook them on a little fire. You got to make the fire and rub sticks together, and, and you get salty at it and shit. And then you make it and you eat and you go around. And you find a tribe and you marry a, a native woman and everything's great and you pop out a baby. But the and baby you, dies from a Pocahontas. bear and now you got to go fight the bear. And then there's like you know a bad mafia man or whatever. And it's just it's completely
0: that's what it is right. <laughs> That's why I like I we found a tri- like a tribe and married a native woman, and then there was like a a, a fucking Italian mafia shows up out of nowhere. Why not? And that shit. Why, why not? not? So so anyway, that's that was a little bit of a yeah. tangent, but I I, hey, I, I They, get they you. look
1: cool. The games look cool. I'm I'm not I'm not hating on this stuff. No. I'm just saying it's hard for me to get super excited about games because yeah. ultimately it's it's whatever to me. It's like I'll enjoy it. I'm sure I'll play these games. And be like, I oh, think- you know, that was pretty cool.
0: I think that um I think that part of it is, at least this is my my estimation, is that a lot of the best game developers, or perhaps just people that are or, or developers who are considered to be by many the best game developers, are those that are focusing on that style of of, of game. Right? Uh and and the only Real developers that are focusing on more of the other end of the spectrum. Uh Well, it's pretty much n- Nintendo. Yeah, that's right? it. That's everyone it. else yeah. is chasing is chasing that you know storytelling mm-hmm. thing where the gameplay, and that's probably why games tend to uh, tend to a lot, or not all games, but the mainstream triple A, whatever, the, and even the just not even triple A, but like most of the B games. They're all following the same formula, chasing it's crazy that you the said same that. prize. You, you literally right? just nailed it. You like when you really think about it,
1: Nintendo—they're the only ones yeah. that are making like legit video games. Like, yeah. like, I—it's—it's cr- it's actually crazy because you know I put in something like Mario Odyssey, and yeah. it—the gameplay is fucking incredible for a Mario game, the best. Mario ever made and I am a Mario 64 fan boy. The only game I can watch be speedrun, I love it. I could play it a million times over. Odyssey is incredible. And and Nintendo has been doing have been making the, even Zelda. You look at something like Zelda. Something that they could they could just fall into the same tropes as as everybody else and make a realistic Story based. I mean, Zelda has its story, Mario has its story, but ultimately, it's the gameplay. It's it's the adventure. It's mm-hmm. it's the it's the actual playing of it and going on this journey. And you're in full control of what is happening. And there are the odd cutscene. There's the odd cutscene, but it doesn't. It doesn't. The cutscenes aren't like supposed to be these big. Things it's just to help the story a little bit to give the viewer uh, the guy uh, the the player a little bit of a break and and to 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 you know see what these characters are doing maybe there's some voice acting I know in Zelda they had like the first bit of
0: dialogue or whatever in Zelda but yeah the Japanese VO was okay the English was a little rough but that's yeah. okay
1: but but it's it's true like um, Nintendo are are making video games yep. and the other ones are making interactive shows that just so happen that you could play. Uh which are which is cool. There's there's obviously a massive market for it. And I'm even a buyer myself, but yeah, you definitely nailed it. Nintendo is is the that's, only ones that's staying true to 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 the old school.
0: Uh, well they might not be the only ones, but they're the they're the front runners, right? Like they would be the naughty dog of that end of the spectrum. Yeah. Right? Um yeah. and there's not a lot of people chasing after Them. There's a bunch of people chasing after the Naughty Dog uh, kind of end of things. And, uh, you know, so in in this, I mean, it even even applies to shooters at this point. Even the shooters are going that road, right? Why do you think that all these games, it's almost
1: like, it's almost like this. It's almost like they're making these games in hopes that they're creating an IP that can stretch for... For uh, not only video games but for movies and TD and TV adaptations and novels, it's it's there and you see it. Like you look at Nintendo, what what Nintendo games other than the Mario Bros. have we got in a movie format? You're looking at we look at everything. There's been talks, The Witcher's being made on Netflix. Uh there has been talks or, of The Last we, of Us. If we ignore
0: everything that Uwe Boll has has been a part of, which everyone should, uh, because nobody should watch his movies, then yes, you're, there is a very short list. A very I short. Mean, there's Silent small. Hill, Warcraft, Hitman, Mario Bros. from the nineties, uh, yeah. uh But now we're but now Assassin's it's Assassin's it, Creed.
1: Now it's the talk of of almost everything that's out now wants to be a Netflix because because they see it as a video game and they go they go this is this is a a a why can't this be a show mm. I can see this actor playing this and and a lot of the times there's an actor already playing in these shows same with a uh, Tomb Raider you look at yeah. Tomb Raider the newest Tomb Raider is verbatim a copy off the video game the yeah. newest type of video game. And you know, it works to an extent. It's not the greatest movie, but everybody is trying to make these. And even The Last of Us, when when um uh Hugh Jackman was was rumored to potentially play the 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 main guy in the first Last of Us, and then like the Gerard Butler was then rumored to play to play that role. It was like people were just putting all this together. Um, same with the guy from Game of Thrones, um uh uh Lannister, the one that's fucking his sister, uh, Jamie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, can't, I can't think of his name off the top of my
1: head, but I know what you mean. Jamie Lannister is 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 rumored to be playing is going to be playing the Witcher, right? the The main guy f- uh, from the Witcher. The, and you can see it, like you know that that's Dave that's Batista's God of War. Dave supposed to be
0: uh, supposed to be Gears of War. Marcus Gears Phoenix. of War, exactly. Yeah.
1: That's a good. That would be a good. That would be a good one, dude. They have uh, a
0: Photoshop picture of him. Oh, fucking it looks, he is he it is literally Marcus looks Phoenix. like him. Yes. He's got he's
1: got like the 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 shoulder. He's already line, built like, for He's just it. a just, big dude. Like, just, and yeah. he said he wants to do it too. So why not? I mean, he would be a perfect casting, but. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, and that's because for this time in in video game history, we're we're seeing, I think executives are seeing the story. Like, they're not seeing the video game. They're seeing the stories. And they're like, we can tell this on a medium that, you know, mom and dad can go and watch and enjoy, that Mm. don't have to play the video games because these stories are so good um, or, or even just so mediocre, right? They pull at all the right strings that people, you know, can can relate to and identify with. That they want to go and and make these in the
0: shows, and that's what we got I mean, at E three this any, year. Anytime, anytime you're going to get, you know, the ability to stretch an in, in intellectual property beyond two, you know, beyond one medium into into multiples, is definitely going to be taken up. I mean, games and books have been hand in hand for a really long time and games and movies have been hand in hand for a really long time just not to any <clears throat> yeah. you know particularly huge success so um and, and again like and, and like you were saying now with games being even more in, uh, involved in their story writing and pe- they you know games are hiring some good ass writers yeah to do their hollywood stuff hollywood people so hollywood you're, people are going in there so you're going to get hollywood level writing in these games mm-hmm and, and so why wouldn't they try and, and, and make the jump, uh, uh, across, but yeah, I think that's ultimately it. I think, I think that it's just a matter of that's where the, a lot of the market is, uh, right now chasing, you know, that, that end Nintendo's like, I'm not in that race, bro. I'm, o- I'm over here <laughs> making, making video games. I'm not making, I'm not making movie games. I'm making video games uh like we've been playing for the Thank last Thank god they're doing it well know, too because we'd be fucked if they weren't. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, uh, and I'm happy they still do it and I think it's if I had to extend this one step further, I think it's also why we see games that get hyper popular like they are the the, the games <laughs> that they are. So Minecraft when it took off um <laughs> ain't no story rocking around Minecraft doing anything like that nope. I can tell you that nope. much uh, and like Fortnite would be the latest the the latest one for that uh, and PUBG uh, that mm-hmm. you know the whole the whole market of Battle Royale um, you're looking at games that that don't need a also, story it's all gameplay all the time and that's well, also indie games right you see indie it. games
1: like you know cuphead and and other random indie games I keep going back to like braid or Ori in the blind forest which now we're getting another one of those which looks yeah. great um, the, the where you're actually playing games you're like you know, yeah it, it, it people get excited because it's something
0: it's games, something fresh. Indie games just do a better job of bridging the gap between storytelling and gameplay. Like it, like a braid, like Braid obviously had its gameplay, but it was, I mean, the guy who who made Braid is is uh, very much into his uh, into himself and very much about writing shit that he wants the world to think that he is some sort of artistic genius. So like there's there's the thing there, and, and Ori much the same, very beautiful. Um, from from artistic perspective, but, but the gameplay doesn't leave when you're doing an indie game. It tends to stick around for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, and thank God that's the case. Uh, like just tonight before the podcast, uh, because I'm sitting here and I'm, I know that I'm getting sick and I'm hopefully not, I'm not going to get like as sick as I was before the move. That'd be terrible. But, um, I was just sitting there, and when I'm sick, I look for a certain. I don't know if anyone else is like. I'm sure people are. When you're sick, you look for a different type of game than you usually play every other <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. You need something you can play when you're low energy, and you just want to like. Sometimes you want to turn your brain off. I I end up <clears throat> looking for like, uh, turn based like city builders and and or like puzzle adventure games and stuff. I don't like. I'm not moving very fast, so I don't need to be thinking very fast. Yeah. Like that's the stuff I look for. Um. And you go looking for it, and you'll find like like there are still a lot of games being developed that just don't make it to the the forefront that are um that are totally gameplay focused. They just don't they just don't run it up at at E three like all these uh, other major uh, games do. But beyond that, um, you what didn't else was get, there at E three? Well, you didn't get to see Microsoft's thing. I can I can give you the rundown though because I wanted to just do a a quick uh by you know pass by through most of the major conferences. So Microsoft Microsoft didn't show up in the way that I think Microsoft needed to show up. So old Phil Spencer came out on stage and he in fairness to Microsoft, they gave the most E3 ass conference out of everyone. So like when you think of an E3 press conference, there's a very specific kind of like businessy edge that you expect to see. And Microsoft's the only one that gave like that old school. Uh, for better or worse. The old school E3 press conference. But Philly went out there. And he gave me the same speech I've heard him give for three years in a row now. And uh, it was a whole lot of, you know. Here's our vision and gaming is so awesome. And we're on the bleeding edge of whatever. And blah, blah, blah. and he just talked about like a whole bunch of bullshit and then they led with halo 6 which is a set which is called halo infinite uh on a new graphics engine and uh so we got like this little show they small... show gameplay uh no well they showed they showed panning of so we know what the game is going to look like from a graphics perspective because they like did some panning shots and stuff to show you what the engine's capable of in game terms yeah. uh that we saw master chief at the end so, for those people who like Halo to include Master Chief, because in all honesty, for a lot of people, Master Chief is Halo. You remove him from the equation, you're not really playing Halo at that point. You're playing a generic ass fucking space shooter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that was comforting to see, but they led with that, and then we just got basically everything else that we thought we were going to get. We got, you know, Gears of War. We got Forza. It wasn't a mainline Forza. It was Forza. It was another Forza Horizon, uh, which, in fairness, again looked yeah, I saw dope. Look yeah, dope because the-, uh, the team look and 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 we'll get. We're actually. Gonna, I'll talk about it in a second here. But Playground Games, the people who do Forza Horizon, they pump out some serious fire. Like they make some really really good video games, uh, which is which is nice. Uh, but yeah, that and Gears of War, uh, we saw Crackdown 3, which looked like a pile, a pile of ass. Of ass. I saw that too. Yeah, I saw it too. Running at four to five frames a second in N64 glory with yeah, nothing terrible. but the power of Terry Cruz yelling at me to make me feel good about what I was watching. That was it. And it's 2019 now that it's getting pushed back. I'm still not convinced that game's coming. I think it's going to get canceled. And if it gets released...
1: Oh, it's going to burn. Uh, I,
0: feel, I feel bad for Terry Crews because now he's going to have his name attached to something that's just shit. And we don't want Terry getting attached to shit because Terry's too good of a guy to be getting his name dragged through the mud like that. It's just not cool. Um, so we didn't really see a whole of a lot until they had this little segment where they talked about uh, how they acquired a bunch of studios. Yeah, I saw that yeah so they've yep. got five in total they got the they got the the people that uh well i can't i can't remember all of them off the top of uh my head I actually have the the notes here because i wrote many na, 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 na. found them all right so they <clears throat> they led with um undead labs that that did one of the zombie games yay you know, yay, zombies, fuck. Uh, and then we got Playground Games. So that was the biggest one of on the list. That's so, a good one. So Microsoft picked up Playgrounds, actually dope. And they really needed something like that. And that's I'm happy they, they picked them up. Uh, and on top of that, he wanted to specify that they aren't just going to be perpetually pumping out Forza games until they're all 90 years old and on pensions. Uh, he said that they're going to be currently building uh, a unnamed open world game. So we're going to get to see playground games do open world in some capacity. That'll be a hell of an experiment. We'll find out, I'm sure, in the future about what that's about. Ninja Theory, which is which is the team that did Hellblade, which was an indie-ish game that did very, very, very well and was received uh, as such. Compulsion Games, which did uh, We Happy Few, which is that like... Yeah. Perhaps... That weird perhaps, Tim Burton type thing. Perhaps too real... British game, reminding everyone that the world fucking blows uh, in in great fashion. And uh, that was, okay, so that was it. Oh, there was The Initiative, which was a created studio under their brand. That is, the all we got was a, it's a new studio focused on new game experiences. Whatever the hell that means, I don't know. I don't know if Phil knows, but he said it. And so we'll find out in the future. but what that all that told me is a couple of things. One, Microsoft is slowly getting itself back into the into the we make video games for a video game console mindset. and two, with what they showed off at e3 and the fact that he also mentioned future consoles. so hmm. he didn't specify but he he's like, hey guys, there's another Xbox coming, Yeah. right? That tells me they have officially conceded this generation. It's yeah, it's over. And they are they are gathering their resources, resources yeah. for the next one. Yeah. They're 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 getting ready for war. They're licking their wounds right now. Yes. And now they're
1: prepping. Now they're prepping to win the yes. next the the next uh, or, line at of com- or at least be or at least be
0: competitive. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Because right now, I think that's their goal is let's be competitive. Because they're getting outsold by PlayStation Four two to one. Yeah, it's bad. That's rough. Uh, And they've sold like an earth shattering hundred and sixty thousand units in Japan. So, shout outs to Microsoft Xbox One for just slaying it across the the pond. Yikes. (laughs) A little bit of bias over there, but still, that's bad. I mean, the 360 had trouble breaking into the market there too, but 160,000 units like four years deep. That's that's bad. bad.
1: (laughs) That's bad. I probably could have sold more than that going door to door. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that's bad. That's rough. So.
0: So that's what that that's what this cons, uh, conference told me. So it wasn't exactly something to to write home about. In the oh, we've got so much awesome stuff coming or whatever. It's you're gonna get your mainline shit. It is coming absolutely, uh, and it's gonna run well and look great on the Xbox One X. And you still have your backwards compatibility and all that stuff. The Xbox Game Pass had a lot of value. Yeah. Like we discussed that. Um, a lot of value, which is also fantastic, but ultimately it was a concession. Hey guys, look, look, uh, we got fucked hard in the beginning of this generation and we tried, but we need to go away for a bit now and then in a couple of years time, come out and then hopefully we can blow your socks up. But right now we're not, we're not even putting our own socks on. So we need to just hold up for a bit. Uh, yeah. and get that going well it's
1: like you're adding all of these companies like you know I'm sure I'm sure that because I was thinking to myself when they're adding all these different divisions in with making under this umbrella I'm like it is 2018 the new consoles are probably going to be out in 2021 2020 right how are I mean unless and they've just acquired these to our knowledge, I mean unless they acquired them a year ago and now they're just, you know, announcing this, it takes them a while to create a video game. And in, in a lot of cases, it's a couple of years to to crank out something worth playing, especially if if, if it's gonna be the first game that this this division is going to come out with it's got to come out with it in a bang this can't be some shovelware bullshit that you're going to put together and slap it out there and put a $59.99 price tag on it so I was just thinking to myself I was like okay well this has got to be for the next generation of consoles because there's no way they're going to dump all this money make a make a, a, a few games say maybe three or four games in the next three years two years and release it for the Xbox one. What's probably going to happen is they're developing games now for the new console and it will be cross-compatible with the Xbox One. So there'll be a new game that'll come out and it, it on, its, on its release it's saying, hey, you know what, it, it, it's going to be released on this first, whatever, maybe both at the same time and they'll be able to release it on the Xbox One or they may go, you know what? this console's dead, and I'm sorry, guys, which I don't think they should do because it is going to be 2021-ish by the time the next generation console come out. You better be able to play Xbox One X games on the new generation console. Same with the PS4. If they come with the PS5, which is inevitable, and you can't play PS4 games on the PS5, stop the madness Right? They are. Do you do you think they're gonna that the, the consoles are gonna go are are gonna go? Okay, you know what? If you got the old shit, you got the old shit. Um, we're going in, We're going into five, and that's that's the show. Do you really think that, that, that they're gonna go that far? Like, because I, I don't think the hardware is gonna be significantly different.
0: It's gonna be beefier. Well, once, but. Yeah, once they changed once once the newer consoles all kind of changed over to x86 architecture, which is basically what what Windows is built on, right? Yeah, uh, x86. Um it it what that meant what that signals is the difficulty. To, now I'm not a programmer genius, but this was discussed when when it was first announced that these consoles were making that change to that instead of like super ultra proprietary fuckery. Um, Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't still some proprietary hoops that people have to jump through when they're porting a game from, let's say, the PlayStation 4 to the Xbox One to the PC, etc. But what it does mean is that it's a hell of a lot easier than it was in the past. And what we're seeing with the Xbox One and the Xbox One X being games getting added for example even from the original xbox it would be odd to me if they weren't backwards compatible with this generation's games um but it's really hard it's really hard to say i would lean towards yes more because the xbox one x would have by the time the new consoles come out only really have been around for about 3 Not years long. yeah and uh it's an expensive purchase and I feel like you're gonna lose a lot of goodwill if they were to take that route. I don't I don't know how they're gonna bridge it, but it would it would be probably wise for them uh to do. And again, given the the way that things are built these days, it should be better <laughs> or easier for them we'll to find do out. that. We'll find <laughs> we'll out. Find I, I have a I have I think we're gonna see new consoles 2020
1: ooh 2020
0: end of the year 2020 for microsoft microsoft needs a hard reset more than sony does and sony has said that they don't plan on on they haven't said anything about new consoles they just said that they haven't they don't have plans on stopping um supporting playstation 4 for a very long time but the moment that the other pulls the trigger, oh yeah, it's on. you don't you don't yeah. have a choice. You gotta, really. go. yeah. you gotta go. You gotta go. Whether you have games or not, if somebody has a new box, it's going yeah. to shift people. So, yeah, I would say twenty 2020 twenty earliest twenty twenty one would be a safer play. Yeah, but by twenty twenty one, these boxes have been around for <laughs> a real long time. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, Xbox One uh, released in what twenty. 2015, I think. Yeah, it might even it might even been 14. late. It might even be like end of 2014 or something. Uh, like yeah. it, it was, it was a while ago. So to stretch that to 2021 would be even with iterative stuff like the Xbox One X would be, damn, that's it, a long time. That's a that's a hefty that's a hefty in between. So tough call, but I'm gonna say 2020, 2021 latest on that stuff and it it also gives us a, a rough idea of, of when Bethesda is going to release you know Starfield is probably going to be closer to the new console releases it might be a launch title for some of these things um, that also gives us a timeline for Elder Scrolls 6 probably two years after so Starfield Bethesda, drops
1: Bethesda 1 E3 um <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bethesda one eighty three with a couple of JPEGs that they just throwed up on screen that said yeah we're making Starfield and yeah we're making Elder Scrolls six. And you gotta that's, say, all, that's all it's all got to
1: say that the uh, the uh, that little <laughs> skit they did there with uh, with uh, well that was funny with, fun- Peel. with, with Pe- yeah um, with Jordan Peel was that was Jordan hilarious. Jordan Peel was amazing. That oh, was shit good. was funny as fuck. It was like,
0: perfect, and what makes it better is that it's real. It is it is real. And there's so many
1: people on Twitter I saw like playing skyrim on their fucking yeah. on their echo or whatever oh, oh, it's um, called. Um
0: no, it's the uh Alexa. Alexa, that's it. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's basically a pen and paper RPG at that point. It's just Alexa is your dungeon master.
1: Yeah. No, it's cool. I'd play I, I it. I
0: liked it. I thought it, I had fuck with it too. Yeah. So you know that's that's uh, I would agree. Bethesda did, but Bethesda did for me because I'm the type of guy that for E3 I like a mixture of of games that are are coming soon and games that are like a fucking just out just out there. But I like to know that they're coming. I just like to hear it, even though in my heart I knew. That the Elder Scrolls Six was going to happen because it's going to make them a bajillion dollars every time they release one. Not having them tell me that it's coming, and then seeing another Fallout game, mm. makes me very nervous mm-hmm. as to when I'm going to see the next Elder Scrolls game. And so, even though they didn't give me a release date or a ballpark or anything, but they just put that shit up on screen, that gives me that gives me the hope that I'm going to see it before I have six children, eight grandchildren, and be on my deathbed, which is all I need to know. Uh, and it's coming. Don't worry. It's, it's coming. It's coming. So that, that's why Bethesda kind of like wins if, they, if there's anything to win for me, just because of the mixture. I think in reality, Sony technically wins because the, the Sony's, the, the games that Sony had, There wasn't. There was. I think there was like. I think there was one game or two games that were weak sauce, and the rest of it is actually just such pure fire that it's impossible to to contest. So I'm just. I'm just going to get the weak, just the unathletic bullshit right off the list right now. (laughs) Black Ops Three free with PlayStation Plus. That was a mention. Who gives a fuck? Off the list. Uh, After that, we had. Trover Saves the Universe, which was some Rick and Morty fuckboy bullshit. Get that off the list. Nobody needs it. And then after that, you could make, oh, well, oh, and the Destiny 2 Forsaken expansion. So who gives a fuck? So you get those three off the list. Done. Everything else. I want you to just listen to this list of games (laughs) that they had here The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima. Control. That's a remedy game. Guys who did uh, uh, who did um, uh, Max Payne. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Mm. How many times are they going to remake Resident Evil 2? Uh, well, this one's a full rebuild from the ground up. Did you not see any of this? I, I watched the...
1: Um I, I didn't hear if they talked about it, but I saw the little trailer that they did with yeah. the zombie
0: and the, you know, the, the so character it's, there. it's Resident Evil 2 remade from the ground up with a Resident Evil 4 combat system. Ooh, Resident Evil 4 combat system. Mm, the okay. over-the-shoulder, yeah. Mm, I like it. Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. Death Stranding. Mm. Neo 2. Ooh. Spider-Man yeah and then FromSoft making a vr game guys who brought us dark souls making a vr game that was the list that is that oh and then in the middle of some here epic flute guy oh an epic banjo guy for the last of us too so we had two we had epic banjo epic flute and then just a list of just fire games and all of them were coming out before i was old and gray so like it was just stuff that's just coming real you know not too far in the future and pretty much exclusively fire. <clears throat> so t- from a technical standpoint they won. They Sony won. wins. Yeah. But yeah. because Bethesda told me that they're making a space game and they're making <laughs> dude, Skyrim in space would be <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> and they're making uh, Elder Scrolls 6. Now see now they just win because they said and they're they're not even like it was like moving jpeg images they weren't even real trailers no gameplay no, no nothing no no no, no they just yep that's it that's the show todd howard came out and said bitches we've got a fucking elder scrolls game on on the iphone play it in portrait mode pvp <laughs> and shit free game we're gonna put it on the pc and consoles just because we can and everyone was like all right i wasn't following you at first but now it looks pretty, now it looks pretty dope. I When I first saw, when I first saw
1: mobile, I was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then he started playing it and I was going, whoa, wait a second. All right. That doesn't look bad. Whoa. Okay. That doesn't look bad. Oh, it's going on PC too. And you can take all your shit over there. Okay. That's starting to sound pretty good. Oh, just, okay. You got your own town and shit. It's getting oh, better. Okay. And better. That's also sounds pretty good. <laughs> oh, okay. There's some PVP shit over there. All right. That's starting to sound pretty fire. oh, I'm going to get raped by microtransactions and I don't care because it's going to be fire anyway? Okay, that sounds pretty fire. That was pretty much it. I was like, if I'm... You know what? Uh, It's like the reality of it is is I highly doubt I'll ever sit down again and really play an Elder Scrolls game. But I'll sure as fuck (laughs) open up my cell phone and fuck around in the world of of Skyrim or whatever, Bethesda's... Elder Scrolls... Whatever they're calling it. The Elder Scrolls... uh, uh, origins blades. Or, or, blades that's it blades i'll fucks with that on just a, on a casual
0: shit you're in a like, new phone if you don't already have an iphone x just just casually tossing this out there if your phone didn't cost as much i got as, the x as, if your phone didn't cost yeah. as much as your first car you're not going to be able to play this game good news most phones cost
1: as much as your first car yep so that's a great, great You're probably
0: news. not out of luck yeah you might okay. be able to swing it if your phone was made after the year 2026, you can play this game. Just wait. It's coming. Don't worry about it. For everyone else, just play it on the PC. Just just wait. Play it on the PC. Um, What else do we have? Oh, Ubisoft's conference could be surmised by uh, a fat, bearded French guy that fell over um, intentionally onto a podium for a, a all to set up a really shitty one-liner pun. That was Ubisoft's press conference. Um, oh, except Shigeru Miyamoto was, was there and you're always oh, yeah. happy he, when you see Miyamoto. he said
1: Miyamoto. like three, three sentences in English and then yes. he was like,
0: I'm going to pass over here. I, actually, oh, okay. he, he, uh, he spoke three different languages and then, and then Eve's was up there trying to, uh, trying to speak English and French and just couldn't make it all happen and then they had like an awkward old man hug and walked off stage together. Um... I mean I guess I guess in reality Ubisoft's conference had a couple of things that were like almost mildly in, uh, interesting. Division 2 looks like the Division 1. I'm kind of salty yep. about that. I've stopped caring about Division 2 now. It just it it literally looks Identical. like an
1: expansion. It, yeah. it's it's like if they yeah. just like hey guys we got a new story mode that you're going to be able to download.
0: Bullet There's the Division sponge. 2. Sponge. Yep. Bullet sponge. It's, that's it's called that's what it should be called. Uh, Division 2, The Bullet Sponge, continues. Um, Skull and Bones actually look pretty crazy. It's about that pirate game. I don't know if you saw it. It's basically ship combat, and uh, they couldn't possibly have put more cannons on these ships if they tried. Actually, I think if it was reality, they'd all be sinking. Just the sheer weight <laughs> of the amount of cannons and the amount of, of just balls that would have been on that ship to make it happen. But hey, it looked dope. Um... I actually my in my notes here. I have uh, for Skull and Bones. I I said uh, fucking cannons. The video game this is my uh, thing there. Oh, Elijah Wood showed up.
1: Oh, how nice of him!
0: Yeah, for Transference, that like psychological game that we saw last year as well. For a brief moment, he showed up and showed basically as much as we saw last year. So nice. um, so really, it was just a, an excuse to bring out Elijah Wood. It was him to get a $50,000 appearance fee. Yeah, that's basically how that went. Uh, So that happened. Um, Starlink is um, basically No Man's Sky, except you spend like $300 on plastic toys that attach to a controller. And uh, there's a Star Fox crossover exclusive for uh, the Switch. No thanks. Um... Assassin's Creed Odyssey looks an awful lot like the last Assassin's oh, Creed, except in Greece. It looks pretty. I mean, it looks more interesting than the other Creed one. Give me Assassin's Creed in space, and I'm in. guy's <laughs> <It's> coming. <laughs> Don't worry. Mark my it's words. Coming. It's it's coming. Other than that, we had the PC gaming show with Day Nine. Um, there was a whole lot of of just whatever. wasn't really anything major there. Uh, your favorite game made an appearance star citizen has alpha 3.2 coming soon (laughs) alpha (laughs) how
1: can they still say that and keep a straight face hey guys we're showing off alpha 3.2 it's like Jesus fuck aren't you 300 million dollars in and fucking six years deep we're in alpha (laughs) 3.2 motherfucker you can't even give us a beta
0: I still think my favorite thing that has come out of that in oh recent times God. is when they announced that you can that there is a pack available where you can buy almost all of the ships, almost not all of them, just almost all of the ships for twenty seven thousand dollars. I want to reiterate I, that it's almost all the ships. That's not all of them, Jeff, for twenty seven thousand dollars. That's actually almost. All of the ships. I would rather go to the
1: grocery store, dollar store, whatever, and buy a container of toothpicks. Fresh toothpicks. They come in like packs of 50, mm. 100, and one at a time stab my knob huh. before I would spend $27,000 on Alpha 3.2 to almost get... All of the ships in Star Citizen after those greedy fucks have already made over a hundred million dollars. How in the sweet mother of Christ can you legitimately even put in an option? How do you actually buy that shit? Because now we're not even talking credit card transactions. You have to go to the bank. A wire transfer. You got to like do a swift transaction. You got to go in and sign off. You got to remortgage a house. Sign off money. Have your financial advisor try and tell you not to put that money into whatever you're about to put it into. Wait 72 hours for the shit to confirm and then receive your ships. We're not even talking about regular buying here. This is like going to a dealership. This is something you'd put on a seven-year finance. Am I going to buy a legit vehicle that I can fly one day from this game? That's fucking retarded. Pardon my French, but it's retarded. How can you put a $27,000 option on buying ships? You gotta go to the bank and do a
0: wire transfer. I've spent less on down payments on houses. Well, in fairness, Jeff, what no. Can, what? What can a black? No, there's what, no can, fairness. What can a black credit card get you in terms of credit these days? Could you get a hundred k on on a black card? You could, <laughs> but. I don't think the bank is going to allow you to do that in one
1: swift transaction. You're not fucking Kanye West. Like, Jesus Christ, me, man. That's just so stupid. They should be... They How do they even show their faces? Just end the game. We know you're not going to come out with it, you, you filthy, dev rich, mother, greed and sucking fucks. Just leave. <laughs> just just leave and take your money. Go buy a yacht. Go, go fucking... Take the money and help Elon Musk actually go to space. <laughs> Jesus, you you could fund like 3 trips to Mars, actual Mars, before you actually go to Mars in this game. It's retarded. <laughs> and there's people out there that are actually spending, listen. You want to spend your 20 Listen, if you're fucking rich as fuck, okay? I get it. All right, I get it. You're rich as fuck. You're a nerd baller and you want to spend $27,000 on shit. If you can afford to do that and that's something you want to do, go spend your money the way you want to spend your money. Listen, you work for your money or you inherited your money or however you got your money. You robbed a bank. I don't give a shit how you got your money. But listen, if you want to spend that money, go spend it. But for the love of God, how do you, as a developer, how do you even give that option to people? It's one thing to have some ships that are like 1000 bucks, which is still retarded. <laughs> but then, but to to have the audacity, the balls, to make it one large lump sum package, to take it all at
0: once, almost. I mean, not almost, all of it. not it, not all of Almost. It. Don't worry, you'll be able to get those. Ones. If it was all of it, Jeff, they'd be hitting your cervix. So it's just almost. Oh. It's almost. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: How how do you physically put? How do you do that? How do you type in the code to put in that price tag? and hit enter and put it out to the ethos. How do you do that?
0: This is what they this is what they did. They sat down at a, at a meeting one day drinking their like $800 Starbucks order. And then they said to themselves, somebody just piped up and said, "Guys, what if we just put out a pack just for the fun of it. See if somebody was dumb enough to buy it." Of almost. You think somebody all the actually chips? bought that shit? I guarantee it. I'm telling you right now, dude, somebody, there's already multiple people that own all the ships. They just bought them individually like plebeians instead of waiting for the fucking, pack.
1: <laughs> they fucked up. They could have got a 5% discount. Those dumb asses. And which, you know what? That's probably like 70
0: on, grand. <laughs> five, yeah, five they 5%, bought a house. 5% on $27,000 is a fair oh chunk of change. God,
1: 27 grand, dude. 27
0: uh, G's on some digital ships. Oh, it's just nuts. Absolutely nuts. Oh, Nintendo had a conference, Jeff. Well, God. it sort of did. Oh, God. They didn't do a hell of a lot. Uh, they had Pokemans there. That was the thing. Mm. They're redoing Pokemon Yellow with the uh, Hello or Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Um, you don't really fight oh. in this game. You'd only fight when you're in the gyms, so you, you, you battle people that, you know, like the trainers that you'd have to battle in the gyms leading up to the, the gym leader. But when you're outside in the world, it's literally Pokemon Go. You see the Pokemon walking around in the grass. It's not random encounters. And then when you get in, you're, you just, it's Pokemon Go with like the, the berries and everything and the no, Pokeball good. throwing mechanic and all that. And then you only battle in the gyms.
1: No, I'm good. No, I'm good. I already went on a Pokemon rant last time we talked about Pokemon. Now, yeah. now I'm now I'm way out. Now, yeah. now they're going and now they've taken. Now they've gone. All right, you know what? We're gonna take five steps back here, We're <laughs> back here, and no, no, I'm sorry, Nintendo. I know you want to be PG, you want to be Disney and friendly, and you want the eight year olds out there fucking skipping around and. You know, you want they want the Pokemon Go but experience. this isn't really for the young kids. No,
0: this is the remaking Yellow. This is this is the original Reach. This is for this is a nostalgia trip for the the thirty somethings, <laughs> late twenties that played it growing up. So I, I don't I don't know I don't get it. If you're not going to have fighting in the wild, like <clears throat> if why even have it in the gyms? Just make it Pokemon Go the secondary video game. It is connected to Pokemon Go. You can transfer your Pokemon from Pokemon Go into the like Pokemon Go little there's there's an area. Then you go in, you can't use them immediately. You have to go into the the Pokemon Go area and then you have to catch them in the game, then you can use them. Um theoretically meaning that people who have been religiously playing Pokemon Go for like the last year or so are already going to have pretty much the entire stable of Pokemon available in the game right off the rip if they so choose. Oh yay! Nothing for us to do
1: anymore. Yay! Let's go to the gyms.
0: Do their do their thing. It's a it's a. <sighs> it, I mean, it looks good. It's the it's it's graphically what you would want a Switch version of Pokemon to look like, but it's not Pokemon yet. So hopefully, whatever is coming in 2019. The the next main line game looks like this graphically, and is actually Pokemon, and not whatever the hell satanic clusterfuck this thing they're gonna is. Make,
1: they're gonna make Pokemon Snap, where you're just gonna start taking pictures of Pokemon and they, putting fucking what, nope. emojis on the background, and 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 using filters, In, Instagram
0: filters. Like, Dude, bro, I'm telling you, Dude, they, I'm telling you, they already you. they already missed the train with that with the with the Wii U. They literally had the fucking tablet. It was in. Like, as a camera. They already... They won. The game was there. The Pokemon Snap game was written in the stars, and they fucked it there. If they don't have Pokemon Snap on the Switch, then I think they've actually just lost it. They've they've gone off the deep end. Anyway, Pokemans was there. Big shocker on that bad boy. Um, Fire Emblem. If you're into Fire Emblem, that was there. Fortnite... Coming to the Switch. Reggie me the best joke of the entire thing. Reggie was up there doing his Reggie thing. You know, the pre-recorded Reggie bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reggie looking like Mr. Rogers, the ethnic version. and uh, uh, He actually was like Fortnite on the Switch and he was like, I'll see you on the battlefield for a Fortnite. Like, bitch, Reggie, you ain't never played Fortnite more than five minutes in your life. You played it at like a fucking... You played in the hotel last
1: night when they told you you should probably play this game before yeah. you come up on the uh, nobody. On the stage.
0: Nobody's watching Reggie stand there doing his 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 like classic fingers have to be touching while he's talking like every time he enunciates and his fingers do this. Old <coughs> oh, Reggie, except he's down by like his stomach. I'll see you on the battlefront for Fortnite. fortnight. I'm Reggie. Like that. Like that's basically Reggie. Nobody was watching you, Reggie, thinking, I love you, bro, but nobody was watching you saying, yeah, I'm totally going to run into Reggie on Fortnite on the Switch. No, not no, a chance. N- not a chance. Not happening. Uh, other than that, they showed a, a whack of uh, random shit nobody gives a damn about. Then they showed four to five seconds of Octopath Traveler, which made me sad because I've been waiting to see more of it. Square Enix didn't show anything. Nintendo didn't show anything. Yay. Um then they did like 4 to 5 hours of Super Smash Bros content. Yeah. So there was no super uh, Oh, and they had Super Mario Party in there. Not that we needed to know that they were going to do that cuz obviously they were <clears> going to <throat> make a Super Mario Party game for the Switch. It's, it's, it's good news It's coming if you were looking <laughs> for it. Spoiler. Uh no Metroid news from last year where they announced it. No Kirby, no Yoshi. Uh no, no Animal Luigi. Crossing. No Wild Luigi
1: for anyone. <laughs> I, th- I thought for sure we would get uh, uh, Luigi's Mansion
0: for yeah, the Switch. N- yeah, nothing. <clears throat> nothing. Uh, they just showed a whole lot of a- site so with Super Smash. To be fair, this Super Smash looks really good. It looks good. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't make up for the massive gaping hole in, in games that people would have <clears throat> expected to see this year, given that they announced them last year. Just nothing. Not even a passing glance. Not even a JPEG. They didn't even give us a Bethesda. Just a canned image that some artist <clears throat> drew up 24 hours before the show. We didn't even get that. We didn't even... Nothing. Didn't even open their mouths. So there you go. Uh, and really, how Waluigi isn't in Smash is the most depressing thing I think I've ever seen in my life. They put Daisy in that Ugh. game. Ugh. And there's like 70 characters. And Waluigi is not in Smash. The Damian Wario know. is in there. It might, it might be in some bonus characters. Okay, right? If they, they
1: DLC know. his ass, that would be so Maybe you to unlock. Deep. Maybe you have to unlock the character or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, decent E3. Decent, decent E3. E3. It happened.
0: Yeah. It wasn't too bad. There were some games, you know, I'm sure a lot of people were looking to see uh, that didn't show up. But pretty good overall. Better than last year, by my estimation. Last year was a gong show. Uh, so, you know, not, not bad overall. Not bad. Uh, beyond that, Mr. Black, you've been playing a good chunk of Realm Royale. Yeah. Want to give me your thoughts on Realm Royale? Realm Royale
1: is Fortnite with no building. Great. That is legit what it is. If you like Fortnite and you hate the building or you find it too tough or you just don't like it the concept realm royale is going to be the game you're going to want to play it's just really quite that simple it's actually genius what they did they already had the engine this is off paladins uh, even even uh even when uh the game was like even further in alpha they were using the paladin characters as like the to like try it around I mean like they're being they're a,
0: being smart high res isn't like an enormous studio so they're they're making use of their assets they're doing yeah they're doing well with that it's uh it's it's pretty well
1: optimized it's 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 smooth it's polished for an alpha um they're doing a great job at updating the game massive update patch yesterday which which helped the game a lot and then broke the shotguns to all shit like fortnite um, but apparently they had a hot patch tonight on the shotgun so um hopefully they're they're fixed up a little bit cuz it was getting pretty crazy but also this just came out the games like mm-hmm. a week out in alpha so you're just going to have these these it's gonna issues happen. of balance it's just uh <laughs> that's just how is. she goes right um but i love it uh i would i i love i love the hell out of the game um i i would play the game full time for sure um,
0: I played but- I played six six or seven rounds of it yesterday, and uh, won one of the of the six or seven, and um you know other than the obvious shotgun memes, which is just everyone's using a shotgun because it is hysterically broken. Well, oh, uh, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> beyond beyond <clears throat> that, uh, I think it's got, I think it's a good base. It's got a good foundation. It is an alpha, so that's what it is anyway but it feels like it's missing something something for me and i think part of that is because it is basically Fortnite. them taking no not necessarily no i mean they're like taking paladins and turning it into a battle royale with the cla- when you have a class based system like that it makes me feel like i i'm playing the wrong genre for some reason it, like uh, when i when i'm i feel like i should be working with my team to a goal that's more than just eliminate everyone else. It makes me feel like I should be playing like a point capture type shit. Uh like like Overwatch, right? Like it's almost like that where everyone has like such varying yeah. abilities that that that's kind of the feel that it gives me, but since that isn't there and it's just a battle royale, yeah. It feels like the gameplay is missing a step somewhere. But like you said, super polished for an alpha the shooting is, is confident and it feels good. And it's very rare uh, that I've seen. i watched a bunch of... Um, there was a night where they were paying basically every headline. They must have spent $5 billion fucking dollars. Every headliner was playing the game in one night. And I bounced between them all watching them play this game. It's very rare that you see a shot that goes awry. That you're like, that should have landed. Yeah. Um, there's... There's no there's no crashing, there's no real desync, there's no real hitbox issues. There's like minor little gripes. It doesn't even feel like an alpha. The ship feels like no, a beta. it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, um I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get
1: what you're saying where where it feels like something's missing, but I don't fully agree with um needing to add anything else because I don't know if
0: it needs to add something just for me. Yeah. based on the 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 uh, you know every the role the roles yeah the role game. thing and the, I th- I like the roles um I yeah. and I
1: think the roles aren't meant to be t- to really be played in terms of a a of a team based sort of objective type thing like you're saying because it's a battle royale and and the mm-hmm. the the reality of it is even in Overwatch you have a team of people same with paladins mm-hmm. but we'll say Overwatch because we both play Overwatch yeah. Got a, you got a team here, and and it is a team based game where you you need a support, you need yeah. uh, a blah 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 blah. But everybody in the game, unless you're in masters, grandmasters, mm. everybody just wants to play team deathmatch. Nobody wants oh, to fucking work. Is it? It's like these these team based things. You know, in in our perfect world, we visualize an epic like king of the hill and you and me and two other guys are sitting up there and and i'm putting down turrets and you're repairing the turrets and we got this sniper in the back picking people off and you know it's a race against the time and and everybody's doing virtual high fives and we're cheering each other on and we get the victory but you the reality of it is is it's a clusterfuck no one's listening to anybody everybody wants to go and steal the chicken kill nobody wants to nobody wants to work as a team people like Dude, I see this all the time. Like even even when I play with with my with my buddies, mm. you play a game and and you're you're on a team and everybody's shooting. Say say there's me and you on it and two other p- randoms, right? And we're against another team of four. And I manage to pick somebody off and it turns into a chicken. Right? For those that don't know, when you kill somebody, they turn into a chicken it's and the then down you got like thing, thirty. Basically. It's a down thing yeah. and you can jump around as a chicken and get away. You'll have somebody on your team. That will that will chase that chicken down and try and and try and get a kill so they can rack up kills, right? It's like, oh, I've got five kills. I'm Let, playing. Oh well, yeah, I'm the, playing the thirst,
0: great. The thirst it's, is always like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but it's like that's the reality of team-based games. Yeah. You can't stop that. And, and that's why shitty players will always stay shitty or good players will just stay good. They won't get great. Is Sure, mechanically, you can shoot some stuff, but this isn't this isn't who can rack up the most kills. It's who can win and be the last one there. So instead of going after the kill, why don't we shoot off the other guy first? Or why don't you get my back here while I heal, but instead you're fixated on getting... It's like League of Legends. You're playing League of Leg- Legends and a guy is almost dead. And his partner's there, but instead you want to go and chase and do a tower dive to get a kill. and But yet we could have just killed the ADC that was sitting there, but instead you went, now you died to the tower, now the ADC cleans up, he gets more, and now the bot lane's fed. All because you wanted a kill. And that's what happens in team-based games. That's why I love the fact that, sure, there's different classes so that you can have different types of experiences within the deathmatch. And, of course, there are actives that you can pop to help heal each other. Shield each other. Um, you know those sort of things. And and that's always great to have. And there's some strategy involved in there. But it's not an objective based game. And that's what I like about it. They're already building more classes now. They just tweeted out. So they're going to have more classes out. And they're also going to have three legendary weapons for each class. So when you go to the thing. You're going to be able to choose which one of the three legendary weapons that you want to have. So there's just a whole bunch of different variety in what you can. And I love the fact that. It knows what it is, and the moment that you try and make this a cooperative experience, doesn't matter if it's a squad, if it's a duo, anything like that, you're going to have the community turn into a raging fuck cesspool of AIDS. That's what it's going to be. Everyone's going to be fighting with each other, blaming each other, it's you have to pick this class. I'm picking this class. No, I want to play Hunter. Well, no, bro. I'm main Hunter. You're going to play Engineer. That's we need happen. the healing totem. That's, that's, that's
0: going to happen anyway. No, uh, like that's-
1: it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not because people ultimately the casuals and everyone else, they want to go down and kill people and be the last one standing. That's it. It isn't a, it isn't advertised as a team-based game. It isn't it isn't advertised as a as a cooperative type squad thing. Now, at the high level play, at the competitive level, you'll be forced to do that because everybody is so god tier with everything they do, you're going to have to strategically move into uh, uh, move into uh, forges and strategically pick certain items to get first. And the person who manages to get a gold chest plate will 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 have sort of an, an upper hand on someone that that doesn't. And those minute minute things will ultimately decide who has the handicap and who doesn't. But in a general. Wave of, of of people that are playing the game, dude. All they want to do is go down and kill shit. They want to be the last person, or they want to get a bunch of kills before they die, and they want to take a screenshot that they got 15 kills, and that's amazing. Listen, the more kills you got, the better. It's how you secure the kills, and actually being a team player when you're in a team-based game. That's how you win games, because ultimately, you want to be the last one standing. Not, It's not team deathmatch, but everybody... Uh, does it? So I'm with you. It does kind of feel like something's missing because we have classes and we're so used to uh, when there are classes and teams that. Well, why would you have classes if we're not gonna work together to? to advance our position or or to to make it to to give us the one up on a team of four hunter five hunt four hunters why wouldn't we have a an assassin a mage a hunter a, and an engineer and work together and and you you're the the far range guy and you're going to heal us and you're going to shield us and you're going to be the brute you're going to be the muscle why wouldn't we do that? Well, in a perfect world, sure. I mean, that might that might even work. But also in an alpha like this, where things are broken, there is there is no there there is none of that shit. It's like everybody pick warrior, everybody grab a shotgun, everybody go kill. That's the show, right? So oh, that's yeah. where it's at right now. But um, I love it. I I absolutely love it. I wish that there was bigger viewership for it for me because I I would grind the living fuck out of it. I just think a lot of people are also just br. Um uh they're fatigued of it. It's 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 getting the point now where Realm Royal is actually a special VR. It's got it has got uh so much promise. I, I talked about uh Radical Heights on a on a previous podcast where I was really liking it and I was like, you know, th- there's something there, but it is super bare bones. This this has the exact same feeling that Fortnite had when it when it came out on the scene. People are excited. You're seeing the big streamers playing it over and over and over again without being paid. They're they're enjoying it. It's fun. It's it is everything we wanted in Fortnite without the building. It's got a a decent company behind it. They're doing a great job. The 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 community looks great and uh, and it's it's like another meal ticket right it's it's who's going to be the ninja of this game who who's going to be what what players are tsm going to pick up for this it's almost inevitable we're we're at the we're at the beginning stages the problem is is now fortnite is such a big game it's so huge and this game is is literally a clone of fortnite i don't care what they say P- paladin's copied off uh, uh off overwatch and and Paladins is copying Fortnite, and the problem is now you got the fanboys. Now you got the Fortnite fanboys that are going, "What the fuck is this? This is you know, it, it's it's creating this." I'm seeing it my chat. I'm seeing oh, yeah. it in yeah, in yeah, other yeah. In other things. But the thing is, is there's so many BRs that people are starting to just get fatigued, and they're like, "I don't, I don't really care. I'm just gonna play Fortnite or PUBG." Like I don't, I, I ain't got. It's almost like they don't even want. Even when I told uh, Helly. I said, yo, you got to play Realm Royale. Nah, bro, this shit looks gay or some shit. Like, it it it's whatever. Then you play it, you're like, oh fuck, this game's fire. This game is just, this is the show, right? And I think a lot of people are saying, oh, it's just another Fort, it's just another Fortnite clone. It's just another battle royale that's that Fortnite's gonna overshadow and then that's gonna be the show. But that's not the case here. I think everybody should go out there and download it. It's free on Steam, uh, Realm Royale. It's really really good. I think you and I should play a bunch of it. I, I, I would make content for Realm Royale. I think that'd be fun, too. Um, I just love the game, man. It's so much fun. And I, I'm telling you, I called it out for Fortnite. And, and and people on this podcast, I'd have to go back and watch. I don't know if it was you or it was Panic or the combination of both of you. I said, Fortnite is going to be bigger than PUBG. Fortnite's going to be massive. Fortnite's going to be massive. One of you guys like, nah, man, nah, 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 nah. Boom! Bob's your uncle. And I'm calling it out for this. This game is going to be huge. It's going to be way bigger than PUBG. And it's going to be the direct competitor to, to, to Fortnite. It won't get Fortnite numbers. There's no way. Fortnite's gone now. Fortnite is League of Legends now. Now, now we're looking for that for that actual MOBA that can stand toe-to-toe with it and, uh, and do a good job at it and, and keep both of them honest, right? Fortnite... Fortnite has got to come out with a ranking system. Dude, uh Realm Royale has got a little ranking system, a little ELO system. It's nothing crazy. You can't go down and rank, not yet. And it goes all the way up to Grandmasters. And and now there's like a progression to it. If you feel like you're progressing. Fortnite doesn't even have that. I guarantee it within the next two weeks, we're gonna see uh we're gonna see some sort of ranking or ladder system on Fortnite. 100 percent
0: Yeah, it's um you said a lot there I know. I'm, I know i i got to try and like digest that so i have something to talk about, talk about um uh yeah i yes i i agree i agree that the game is good like i've said before um uh it has uh it has an appropriate company behind it to to be successful under the right conditions and it seems like uh, currently those conditions are, are a distinct possibility. Um, the thing for me was that, uh, the, I, I, I didn't, I decided not to even jump in. You were on, you were full steam ahead there I decided to let it go. So I'm going to be pulling this way back to where I was saying about, about the, the, the class system and needing or not needing, but feeling like something was missing because yeah. it was a class system so, and when you mentioned Overwatch and stuff, and it's it's absolutely true that normally in a class system, you know, there, and, and like I was saying, you know, it feels like there's should be more objectives or something. Um, the difference is that in a, in a battle royale, of course, you die once and it's it's game over. So the the team dynamic is 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 obviously going to be wildly different in a scenario where where you're you're shot and killed. And especially in squads, it's not particularly common that I've seen that when you when you get downed that you make it out in one piece because there's four people possibly shooting you. You're gonna die. Uh, And since it's since it's not like uh, PUBG or whatever or Fortnite where when you're in a down state you slowly bleed out. You're in a down state, and three times in a match you can come back if you're if you get away for thirty seconds. Um, People have a higher incentive. They know they have a time limit working with, so they don't have to kill you immediately. But the incentive is way higher in Realm Royale to finish a kill because they know that you can come back uh, in the thirty seconds. Um, so when you die, you're you're basically dead uh, for all intents and purposes in a, in a squad game and even in in solos. So it's a it's a bit of a different beast in that regard. And there is there is to a degree an objective in the game in that it's the forge where the forge locks you in place for for anywhere depending on how long you're going to you know how many people are 60 forging uh, and and whether or not you're doing all your forging at once or if it's spread out over time you you're going to be there from between 60 seconds to let's say 3 minutes or 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 so just chilling and you have you want to hold that position especially in squads when you have more than just one person or two people randomly pushing your position Um, and it becomes a point objective at that point. This is what it is. And um, at higher levels of gameplay, not just pro levels, but this game is in alpha, and it's only been out since the fifth of the month. Give this game like two months, three months, and the average player, if they're not playing solos, is going to start to expect their teammates, whether they're playing with friends or if they're, they're auto-filling their, their group, they're going to expect certain strategic plays and strategic decisions to happen because, and you would know this, playing the game as much as you, uh, as you have, that forge in the early game is the majority of, uh, of the time the differentiating factor between getting late game and getting rolled by somebody else who has gotten to a forge and gotten at least one piece of legendary armor or a legendary weapon of some kind. You know, notwithstanding the meme of being a warrior with a fucking gray shotgun and killing everyone, right? Like, not Withstanding, that's kind of what the game is about. Is You get to the forge, you make some shit for your team, and you are way deadlier than when you first went in there. And so defending that or stealing it from another team, getting in and getting their shit uh, instead well, is, is going to be very... Well, fortunately, there's a very... ton of
1: forges, right? There's yeah. all kinds of forges, and... And also, there's a ton of people all trying
0: to get to the forge.
1: Yeah. So it's not like it's just you versus another one squad. It,
0: there's a no, lot but of, it's of, going to happen where people are yeah, going to be. I mean, there's
1: going to be a meta. There's a meta in every game. Right? Absolutely. It's, it's just the way it is. You're yes. it's like, okay, we're going to land here. We're going to try and get this. We're going to try and pick off a couple of kills. Grab our gold chickens and then head to the forge. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much the sh- the, the
0: the show. So, so I'm saying all that to say that while right now, especially since the game is so new when it's an alpha it is absolutely a a giant um death match and it will always to a degree at various levels of play be a death match if you hopped into PUBG right now which would be the longest standing game in the BR scene with this level of popularity you and you auto fill your China. team you're going to see people that that go for the thirst of killing a downed guy and usually get killed themselves trying to kill the downed guy. it's just the way that it goes, right? That's always going to be the case. They're gonna get razzed for it, of course. People are gonna be like, you fucking idiot, why could you just let that shit go? We did not need to worry about that person. He's not hurting anyone and and it's bait. Yeah. A team has yeah. to pick a teammate a has, to pick, has to pick yeah. them up. Yeah. So if they're gonna do that, then they're gonna get killed. So you, you got to just let that shit go. You can't. I know you want one extra kill on your list, but you just got to let that. You got to let that shit go, and that will always be the case in any game, whether it's whether it is a pure death match uh, variant or a, a, a team objective based with with or without uh, classes. But the moment you introduce classes in a team based game, and they're and the even if the objective is as simple as be the last people alive. Eventually, the game matures to the point where people get out of the honeymoon phase. They did it with Fortnite. Fortnite's honeymoon phase is over. It's getting toxic as motherfucking all hell. Everyone's... Even Ninja sees that shit. Ninja, the perpetual fucking happy-go-skippy-go-lucky Mary Poppins motherfucker. Every... It's, it's happening. Because the honeymoon phase is slowly tailing off. Happened in PUBG. Happens in Fortnite. Realm Royale being a a whopping ten days old, not even nine days old, is hardcore honeymoon phase. You're still fucking this shit in every room in the house, kitchen twice a day. You're you're fucking people, on, you're bitches on, you're on the toilet, in the closet, up against windows. You're, every ounce of the house just get fuck honeymoon yeah. phase over nine thousand. That shit's yeah. gonna end. It's gonna happen. And people are going to start to look for people to do certain things, and with the classes, it's the number one bait material for, I'm going to be this, we need a this. And there's always going to be a class that is relatively necessary, but nobody wants to play, because it's not as fun as being a warrior that is more mobile than everyone else in the fucking game, and has a self-heal, and a self-shield, and a fucking axe that you can can switch off a shotgun and do, like, six billion damage in .2 seconds, and be the god hero... Instead of the the slow burn assassin that goes invisible, pops up and does the thing, he's like, Ha-ha! and then like fucking like you know takes off, but is still going to be an integral part of a four man team in the future when shit's not just shotgun meta. Like that's going I've got to a, happen. I, I've got a I've got a good
1: I've got a good counter for all that. And you're right, okay. you're right about you're right about all of it. It's, okay. it's it's inevitably going to happen. But I've got a, I've got a counter. You run solos.
0: <laughs> That's that's well, you, can. you absolutely, just run solo. absolutely if you want if you want to avoid that you just you just run just solo. Run solo. I think that's that it. I think that Rome Royale is going to be um, at its peak in a squad, a four man. I think that Fortnite shines best in duos. I think PUBG's mm-hmm. highest thing is solos. Um and uh from a competitive standpoint, uh, squ- uh between it's a toss-up between duos and squads in PUBG, but it's a, more of a, a, a personal thing. I think duos is best in PUBG because four-man, you're you're spending fucking five hours trying to down everyone, and it's annoying as shit. But with Realm Royale, the, because of the class system, odds are it's going to fall in the full four-man squad format, and solo's always going to be available. And you can do that to get away with it, and then only play when you have a friends uh friends that can make up the full team absolutely um and that's obviously the the dream situation the dream. uh same same as in any kind of like moba you like you, you think it's you want you want to get all the glory of being a grandmaster in 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 uh in a moba game playing by yourself and climbing the ladder so that you can say I did it by myself and you take thirty years of your life off, I but went down that road. It's ide- not a fun road ideally, ideally, you bring some people along for the ride because you know inevitably that the world is dark and, and full of idiots, and you need to, you need to, you need to pair well, some of that shit back. What's
1: What's nice about Realm Royale, and we'll end it here. What's, what's nice about Realm Royale is it, there is a high skill cap because of the actives that you can do. It's not just a flat-out shooter. Sure, there's, yes. There's the, it, there's, the abilities there's a lot, stuff. Yeah. There's the abilities that, that still allow for a high skill cap. A lot yep. of buttons still need to be clicked. A lot of uh, different uh, sequences that you got to click them. Um, different levels to that shit. Um, but there, it feels it, good. It's... If, oh, it's <laughs> I'm going to play it after this podcast.
0: <laughs> uh, so other than that, uh, I don't think there's any other gaming... Yeah, I think we've gamed it out. ...related things I can think of off the top of my head. Um, hit me up with some TV and movie jingle.
1: Movies, TV.
0: I actually have nothing, so if you have anything, this could be the shortest segment in movies, um, TV. What do you, what do you okay. got? Okay, I watched,
1: uh, I watched um, Hereditary. Oh right, yeah. You said it was the scariest movie you'd ever seen. Literally, the scariest movie I have ever seen in my life. It really didn't um, look that
0: that scary watching the trailer.
1: Well, it's a different type of scary. It's the it's it's not a jump scare scary movie. We're it's in not Japan a, now, is what you're telling me. We're not pretty even, much. We're not it's,
0: Western. We're going the the psychological horror. It's what it was.
1: It was a psychological horror. Um, it was, um, there's, I don't want to spoil anything. And what was nice about it is I went in, I watched the trailer for that movie in the theater months ago, probably like three or four months ago. Mm, I remember remember seeing seeing it ages and ages and ages ago. I think I actually saw it during, um, when we went to a quiet place, uh, quiet place. I think the preview was on that.
0: It was definitely on that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I saw it and I was like, eh, and then, (laughs) and I, and then I was just like, I'm probably never going to watch this movie. It looks bad. And then uh, Rotten Tomatoes came out and it's got like a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but then the audience score was like fifty percent. Ah. Right. Uh, so I was ah. like I was like, okay, so the last time that happened to a horror movie, it was called The Witch. And I went out and saw the witch oh, with, that, with, yeah. with with Kayla, it was garbage. It was hot mm. pile of steaming asshole. It wasn't for me. It was one of those like artsy fartsy, pretentious, like, you know, trying too hard shit. Um, you know I that, the shit that critics like you know where it's just they want
0: to which explains the score they
1: want, yeah they want, yeah crit, you know I'm a critic and yeah this is different this, this hits a different type of palette for me yeah and it's like okay cool but audiences not so much so I was like fuck this could be like The Witch where the critics are just stroking this dick and it's gonna be bad and it was just like one of those nights where I was just in the mood to go see a movie so I was like fuck it I'll go to Late Show and it was like a two over two hour long movie. It was like two hours man, and that's ten a minutes or some shit. Like, horror movie. Fuck, man. Holy yeah, it's, shit. yeah. I was like, fuck. So um I was like, all right, I'll go see it. I, I watched it and the first, the very first frame of the movie, I was like, oh fuck, this thing is gonna be creepy. <laughs> the way the 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 way it was filmed, the imagery, um, it was almost like it was almost like and it was a first time director and it was like he had this really amazing, uh, st- um, uh, what what's it called? Uh, where all the pictures are—the storybook or not the storybook? Um, storyboard. Storyboard. It looked like I was, I was watching the most beautiful concept of a storyboard that they literally just made into a a movie, and I was like, okay, this is nice, and and. Uh, the the acting was just superbly done. It was it was, and there's a lot of drama in this. There's like the, the the emotion is crazy, and there's a lot of crying and shit. And usually when there's a lot of that stuff, it's it comes off like forced. You're like, ah oh, man, you know that that just that 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 take just did not do it for me. But I I forgot that I was watching a movie. Like I forgot that usually when I'm when I'm watching a horror film, like and there's jump scares and there's like CG to aliens and shit. You're just like, <laughs> I, I can't really get all that scared. Like I'll, I'll get jump scared and I'll be like, Oh yeah, fuck, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. But I don't get scared. Like I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. like, where, where I'm kind of freaked out. This was the complete opposite after, you know, it, was a, it it's, it's kind of a slow burn movie, but I hate to even say that because even the climax, of the movie isn't particularly, um, climaxy. It was, it's, it's just, it's, it's just a pleasant, not uh, pleasant, definitely the word, <laughs> not, not the right. It's just, it's just a, a, I guess it was a pleasure to watch, but it was, it was an experience. It was like, um, it was a well paced horror
0: film, which yeah, is a it was. rare thing to have.
1: And it was an actual horror film. Like it, it, they didn't, they didn't rely on large, uh, loud sounds or, 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 ju- uh, you know, cats jumping out from behind you or, None of that shit or even creepy music
0: to 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 enhance whatever it is that they're trying to do. So there wasn't that like James Wan low rumble every time something no. is about to happen. No, 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 no. OK, there,
1: there is none of that. There is a couple there is a couple of like ambient type um, sounds and things. But a lot of it came just from dialogue and came from imagery and there are a couple of, of 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 weird things that go on in the movie for sure. Um that, that really where you where you realize that, okay, this is a horror genre film. Mm. But ultimately the best way to put it is kind of like watching um the, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, the you know, the one that you like, uh Shutter Island. Oh it was, it was, a, it was
0: like a thriller.
1: Think of it, yes. Think of it as a horror thriller movie okay. where 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 you're invested in the characters and you don't know exactly where this is going. Mm. And then when it gets there, you're going, Oh fuck. And, and it gets, it's just, and then at the end of it, it makes you think. And, uh, during, during the movie, I was an hour and a half in cause I remember looking at my, at my, my phone, not because the movie was long and I, and, and I was bored is I started to have, uh, symptoms of, of anxiety of like a panic attack. It, it felt like cuz it, it was weird it was, it's all about family drama and and just it's her, it's called hereditary so yeah, everything course, happens yeah. in the family and it's all about this family and, and the history that they have and it all starts to everything starts to unfold and you're going oh my god what the fuck what the fuck it gets worse and worse and it gets to the point where where I started like putting myself into this into this house and I started to to my my throat started to feel like it was closing in on me and I couldn't fully catch my breath. And I was like and then I realized that, holy shit, a movie is having this effect on me. And I an hour and a half in, I almost I shouldn't say I almost left, but it, it went through my mind. Like if this gets any like if my these symptoms get any worse, I have to leave and get fresh air like I can't. It's like, how much more of this movie's left? I realized there's like 40 minutes left of this movie. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is getting worse. And it progressively got worse. It was like, it just got scarier and scarier and most, more ridiculous and scarier. And uh, I just loved it. I have to say, if anybody out there wants to watch a movie, now it's not for everybody. It's going to be one of these movies where Adam could go and watch and go, dude, I, I listen, you pumped this movie up. I went and saw this movie. Well, horror is
0: weird for me. It was it just hot never, trash. It just never right? gets me that, like, very rarely does it actually pull me in.
1: Yeah, and it was like, it, some people might go, it was hot trash, like, I did not, I did not like the ending, I thought it was weird, it it didn't scare me, because most people, when they think scary movies, they just think, you know, jump scares, jump scares and, and, shit, and stabs, yeah. and fucking people are screaming and dying, and, you know, there's there's demons and shit, that ripping their you know heads around, and fucking walking, <laughs> you know, doing all these crazy walks and shit, that's what they think of when they, you know, yeah. uh, when they think scary movies, so then they go in there, they, I thought this was supposed to be scary, it's like, no... This is more of like you got to use and you don't even really need to use your brain all that much, but you just got to kind of pay attention and get lost in it. And it just kind of boils. It's like layers to the shit. It's like it's like if you had a friend that had a really fucked up family, like just really fucked up. Right. Every everybody knows like. People's families that that are that, you know, they might there might be a father that's like an alcoholic or, uh, you know, a mother that's like a drug addict or 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 there's, you know, there's a child that has like a, a, a disability that's just fucking the whole family dynamic up and it's a struggle but but you, you only see your friend at school and you can tell that whatever's going on at home is just really fucking him up and there's something off about him. He's just disconnected like there's always something on his mind. But then actually living in that house and seeing what they see through their eyes on a regular basis and and just living the nightmare that's what this is it's just like oh my god like no like leave but you can't cuz you're there and it's just what you're used to and it's normal <laughs> and it's fucked it's like that and and if you can if you can get attached to that it it's a scary movie. It's a very scary movie. It's well done. I'm I'm it like looked, in love with it.
0: I'm it in looked, love with it. Well, I mean for a first so for a first time director, what was your what was your take? Did it Did they have a do they seem to have their own their own style or did it seem like they were biting somebody else's style?
1: I mean, there 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 were the the horror movie uh, some horror movie bites that are in almost every horror movie. I mean, even James Wan and mm. his his I he's one of my favorites. I mean even his movies have have the regular horror stuff. I mean it is a genre, but it felt original. I haven't seen anything like this in in a very long time. It was like Psycho meets um uh I don't know, Shutter Island meets
0: some meets the Conjuring. The, the it it conjuring was like Conjuring or the Ring yeah, or something some yeah, Japanese yeah. influenced
1: it would, there was a little bit of Japanese influence, and and, and maybe just the, the the visual look of it, like yeah. uh, stylistically, kind of gritty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, a lot of a lot of just really creepy shit. It's like a creepy older house, and was
0: everyone just dirty all the time? Because it strikes um, me like a movie where everyone's dirty all the no, time. No, I
1: wouldn't say. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. They they weren't dirty or anything. It wasn't. It wasn't that. But um, it wasn't a very bright movie either. Mm. Um, but the acting was just so, so very well done. It was just, it was, it, it, it was like being part of, um, uh, it, it made you uncomfortable. It's like if you're at your friend's house once again and, and you're chilling and say you're at my place, right? Mm. And you're at my place, we're playing video games and we're sitting there and then all of a sudden my parents just start fighting, right? And they're fucking screaming at each other and shit. And and I turn up the volume on the TVs yeah, to and, drown and, it out. and and trying to drown it out and 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 we both know what's going on, but I'm not acknowledging it, and I'm hoping <laughs> that you don't bring it up, and and I'm hoping that, that you're not hearing that unsettling feeling of yeah, like yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, like I th- this is horrible, it's embarrassing, it's scary, it's. It's, it's your secret that somebody else is getting in on that you, that you, that you just don't want people to know about. It's like that times 100. And it's, that's the type of horror it is. That's the type of awkward. Um, it's that, that's what it is. That's the best way I could put it. It's, it's, you don't want to be there, but you're, you're, you're stuck there. You're forced to watch this out unless you want to leave. And it's not a comfortable, it's not a
0: comfortable watch. It's not a comfortable watch. Well, there you go. If you're if yeah. you're down for an oppressive ass movie, uh, that's uncomfortable, I'm hyping this up way but, too much. Uh, yeah, am it. You're giving you're giving her the nuts. That's for sure. You're giving. Oh, you're for giving me, her going. ten out of
1: ten. Ten out of ten. Wow. Nothing. Wow. There's nothing. Uh, ten out of ten. Ten out of okay. ten. The only thing I could I could gripe on it a little bit. The ending was, it was out there, but I appreciate what they did, and it all made sense. Ten out of ten. Okay. Best horror I've seen since The Conjuring.
0: James Wan's Conjuring. That's it. Oh, well, we got The Nun coming up soon, too, since September, which is an offshoot of The Conjuring. That's the same yeah. universe. So we'll have... Yeah, yeah, that, that Nun, yeah. We'll that have that to, nun. to compare, to. Um Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it, it did look... When I saw the trailers for it, I thought, you know, it, it looked different, which for a horror a horror movie for me, I was like, all right, that's... That's the best start that I could hope for is that it doesn't look like every other horror movie that has come out in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh which it also now sounds that'll like that'll be
1: a good one, man. If you if you can watch it like not not I wouldn't go to theater. It's not necessarily a theater movie, although it is nice to see it on the biggest screen in in a dark yeah, auditorium yeah. with other people. Um, but you know, it'd be great at home, like with the lights off and some fucking your favorite snacks oh, and you're sitting sure down there with the lady
0: watching it eventually.
1: It's, it's a, it's definitely worth watching
0: for yeah, sure. Uh, for sure. Cause you know, <laughs> horror, horror is a, a common, a common watch here. Uh, when we have some downtime, any other movie TV deals,
1: no, that's, that's the show. Won't be until next week when Jurassic, uh, Jurassic world. Right. Makes this, no, makes
0: this thing out. happen. Well, we got some tech support questions here. Uh, this is I got to get this one just because it's so random. I can't answer, and it's Goose sent us this question ten time, or ten dollar lifetime, ten dollar current. So this is a fresh. Mm, off the thank press. you. We
1: got fresh ones. I just thought we were just fresh. We're just losing at this point.
0: Well, we're also doing that. Uh, okay. We're just gate. We're gate. We're we're losing more than we're gaining. So we're still getting the fresh. Just not at a fast enough pace. Okay. So shout out to Goose for being one of the the few stemming the flow uh, a bit uh, from going too quickly. Every time you get into the car, you have to fight a chicken to the death. And think about how many times you get into the car uh, now. And if you get in, but then realize you forgot your phone, etc. So every time you step foot (laughs) into that car, you're fighting a chicken to the death. Okay. Or, once a year, you have to fight an orangutan to the death, but you get a sword.
1: Mm, I'd probably fight the orangutan once a year. The chicken just seems like not a fun time. Every single time you get in your car, and I mean, we're talking, you get in the car, you fight a chicken, you go (laughs) to where you're going... You get out, you go back in, you fight a chicken. You go get gas, you fight a chicken, you go pay for the gas, you go back in the car, you're fighting a chicken. I mean, I'd be fighting chickens more than I am in Realm Royale. So I'm gonna fight the damn orangutan and I'm gonna have my sword and I'm gonna stab the shit out of it once a year.
0: I'm going I'm going chicken. What? Okay, couple couple reasons. One Yes. Major annoyance every time you get into the vehicle, you get to fight a chicken. Chicken, not the most dangerous thing in the world. It is annoying, but you you literally, you grab any part of it, wing, foot, anything, you get to the, it is not difficult to break a chicken's neck. Doesn't take very long. Grab that bad boy, pull, done. You you kill the chicken and you get dinner. It's easy, (laughs) straightforward. An orangutan, even with a sword... First of all, I don't know how to use a sword. <laughs> a pro, like, properly. An orangutan can literally tear my arms off. If he gets one hand... If you fuck that sword swing up once... And I'm not even convinced one stab gonna kill the motherfucker. He gets one hand on your ass. He is gonna... Whatever he grabs, leg, foot, Broke. hand... but <laughs> It is, being, it is being unceremoniously torn from your body, and there's nothing that you can do about it but flail that fucking sword around and hope to God that you lop that thing's head off. So yeah, but I'm going one step further. Okay, what do you got? I'm dropping the sword so I
1: don't have an advantage, and I'm fucking fighting oh. him oh, bare knuckles to the death. Wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> So basically, you're going to live out the next 364 <laughs> days like a champion, and then just bait, then you're just going to, it, just Death admit by orangutan. And death by orangutan. There you go. That's how it's done. Ultimate, okay. ultimate bravery. <laughs> ultimate bravery. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, this one kind of plays in because we talked a bit about it. This comes in from Martin, 165 lifetime, $100 current. Oh that's an whoa, that is an shit. upgrade. Damn, thank you, sir. That is an upgrade. With all the hype around battle royale games these days, what mechanic or gimmick would you like to see?
1: Is like there something next or in Yeah, battle just like
0: or any in battle royales or, or like maybe it's one that doesn't exist yet in terms of a game or maybe it's a, a mechanic in a game <laughs> in battle royale that you play now that you'd like to see. <laughs> like what what would you like to to see For me, it's straightforward, and I'm getting it at the end of the year. It's destruction. I want to be able to, to, to blow up the fucking building that Fuckboy Slim is sitting in with a double-barrel shotgun, and my options are run away from, from him because the circle's coming, because I know if I go in the building, I with or without grenades, I'm probably going to lose. This is why I'm talking about things like PUBG, because that's my game. Uh, and then have him come out of the building behind me and shoot me in the back of the head. And, the, I, I, and it was because I, I didn't want to risk trying to go into a building with a shotgun. Or, I just blow a hole in the side of the fucking building and I expose the bastard and I kill him. This is the two options. I want to be able to take that building down. Easy peasy. I want, I want to be able for my bullets to have penetration. So that when I have a fifty caliber sniper rifle and I'm shooting at a wooden fence, the wooden fence doesn't stop all of my bullets. I want to I want to be able to shoot a 762 round at a chain link fence with somebody standing behind it and not have every bullet deflect like it's adamantium. I, the, those these are the, the simple things in life that I would like to have in my battle any battle royale, really. Uh unless the 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 mechanic is is very specific like a Fortnite building mechanic where the mechanic is not necessarily penetration but the construction and demolition of uh of those things but it's not but the demolition doesn't extend um enough to like the buildings and stuff that already exists to a degree in 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 Fortnite it doesn't the destruction aspect of Fortnite yeah, seems, I know what you're saying. Seems yeah. to be more about destroying the tower to the fucking moon that somebody just built than it is destroying the house that somebody's <laughs> yeah, yeah. in, yeah. Uh, so to speak. So that, for that reason, that's why Battlefield V's Battle Royale is very intriguing to me in that I want to see how they take the mechanics that are just inherent to Battlefield, slap it into a Battle Royale format, and press the go button. So that that's 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 my gimmick that I I'm, I'm gonna for. cheat and just agree um because
1: it is just and it's not so much the destruction of buildings that I, that I'm interested in mm. I'm I'm just more interested in the the half and half of simulator and arcade and the the what battlefield bad company I, I just wanted Battlefield bad Company 2 and Battle royale form. Mm. Um, that's basically what I want. I want something where, um, it feels like I'm in war. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm in it like straight up first person view, um, be able to drive tanks, Jeeps, those sort of things, being able to run through buildings, blowing up buildings uh, and and a, on a battlefield on a large scale as well, and and those are the types of battlefields that will also require actual teamwork, more squad like um, objectives. And we're not talking objectives as in like king of the hill or you know hold this area or flag or whatever. We're talking okay, us squad here. We're going to go and infiltrate this building, or we're going to go and take over. Uh, you know, that area and hold it down, or we're going to take this tank or th- this Jeep, and you're going to grab in the back on the chain gun, and we're going to drive through here, and you're going to jump out, and you know, those are the type of more thought-provoking, um, uh, more methodical type gameplay that isn't PUBG, that isn't slow-paced, boring, sitting in their camp, Wait for someone to run by, shoot them once, go camp again for 40 minutes. Something that there's war, there's explosions happening, shit is blowing up, you you don't feel like you're safe in any building, and, uh, and, and it's also a first-person shooter that still feels like an arcade game, but doesn't feel like Fortnite or Realm Royale, where it's this cartoony, go down there, still fast-paced, but there's this disconnect, there's this Full blown arcade, which is a semi realistic
0: shooter, semi realistic first person shooter with destruction mechanics. Yeah,
1: Battlefield, uh, uh, Battle Royale on paper is what Battle Royale, what the Hunger Games, what all of it should be. Like, that is that is it. I mean, on paper, that is what you, or at least me. That's what I envision. I envision a real war. Something with real stakes. Not this thing where you pop into a chicken and bounce around. Or this thing where you build a tower in two seconds. Or this thing where you sit down in a broken game and you camp and you shoot somebody. Or you try to shoot somebody and the bullets go everywhere and you don't kill anybody. I'm talking a real battlefield Battle Royale. That is the show. I actually can't think of a better Battle Royale there is. So we're gonna see if they can pull it off. Uh, it's EA because so there,
0: I mean there there are some, there knows. are some hurdles there with how they tackle it because there there is you know uh, classes in Battlefield you know engineers mm-hmm. medics and everything mm-hmm. the vehicles specifically things like tanks that's a that's a major fucking can you imagine just coming across a tank. So then the question is, well, if there's only random weapons laying around, the only real counter to a tank is like a fucking RPG or mines or something. So their challenge is going to be about balancing available vehicles with how the classes mesh in with Battle Royale versus this, the the type of distribution of weapons. Maybe you just start with your class weapons. Like it's uh, and you can only use your class weapons. Maybe they try and do like a realm royale style thing. Because um, if they went pure PUBG, then the level of RNG when you add a tank to the mix might not work out all that hot. Because the moment somebody hops into a tank early game, well, shit. What are we gonna do about a tank rolling up on our shit? Uh, or even like an APC a with a with a fifty caliber <laughs> machine gun or a plane? You know, like like what? How does that all come? To, and if we're, we're going to find out, we're, we're going to find out how they so, do it. Right. So yeah, we're going to find they, It could suck. It if could they, suck. if they pull it off, it's going to be absolutely incredible. Yep. And if they don't, it's going to be horribly disappointing. Yep. And I'm going to be a very sad panda, but Hey, either way, we're going to find, gonna find out. out. Um, and it might not even launch with the game. We don't even know that. I don't think it's going to.
1: So they didn't show anything. They're they just like, yeah, they, we're, we've got battle. We're doing battle. We're doing Royal. Yeah. It's and then that was it. That's all you heard. Like, you got no footage for us, yeah. nothing. No, you're just announcing this because if you don't, you know, nobody's going to get excited about your game, <laughs> yeah, Cause, exactly. Because Call of Duty's coming out with their own battle royale,
0: and that's the thing. So, we'll see, we'll see what yeah, it looks like. So, we'll see. So, that, that's that's coming. Uh, I'm just going to answer this question real quick. We've had it, uh, in the past, probably from the same guys. Comes from James, $90 lifetime, $10 current. Thank you, James. Said, you, you man. ever uh, consider having guests on the podcast, yes, we have. We ran a test run early, early, early on in the podcast when we had Nathanius come on, who was a buddy of ours. We wanted to do a test run with somebody that we knew really well so that if shit went absolutely south, that it wasn't some sort of horrible, horrible experience. Uh, It went sort of okay um, we use Discord now, which would be a lot easier. It would be <laughs> it would be you know easier. before we were
1: using like a different program and that weird site and
0: yeah, it would still it's still a bit of a hurdle depending on the guests that you that you have. Um, and there's some other stuff like in terms of getting their audio that can sometimes be a, a sketchy situation, which is why we were using that program in the first place. Because when they came on, it just recorded in the cloud and sent it to. It. just a shame that that it sucks. didn't work <laughs> and it sucked. Um, so yeah. So yes, absolutely. Uh, but right now for us, if I'm going to be, if if I'm going to be a straight shooter with you right now, this podcast is about weekly getting together and making the show fucking happen the way that it's happening right now, because we still have to sort out a whole bunch of shit on the back end of this, whether it looks like we do or not, there's a whole bunch of shit that still needs to be sorted. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I'm not dragging any kind of... I don't care how high or low profile these guests are, I am not risking because when I do guests, I want to make sure this is a well-oiled fucking machine and not something where, where we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants and we bring on somebody uh, and it goes tits up because first impressions, boys, <laughs> you don't get more than one shot uh, on that. So that's that's a lot of why Uh, but do we, do we want to do guests in the future? Yes, absolutely. We'd love to make that happen. We will work towards it. It's just not going to happen next week. Uh, just, that's just kind of the way that it is. Uh, Black Jimmy, $425 lifetime. Jesus, Jesus, Jimmy. $100 $100 current pledge Mm. asks, coincidentally, What's the bravest thing you've ever done? Well, Jeff just admitted that he wanted to fight an orangutan bare knuckle. (laughs) So even though it hasn't happened, that would have trumped anything else that he's done Mm. uh, to date. But uh, what's the bravest thing that you've done? That's a good question. I don't think I've been put in a lot of of situations that would require copious amounts of bravery. I don't think I have either. Um... I haven't
1: done anything like extreme like uh like jump no. out of a plane or uh anything like that. Bravest thing I've ever done. Wow. Um I really don't know. I mean there's there's one thing that comes to mind. Uh when I was younger, when I was in elementary school, um, I do believe it was grade five. And there was a guy named Colin. Um, who ultimately we, we, we were friends all the way up through, I think about mid high school when he left, um, went to a different school, but, um, yeah, he, uh, I was uh, in, in elementary school and junior high. I was, uh, this was like before you knew me. Oh, I know, Well, you knew me when I, when I was in junior high, I mm-hmm. think grade mm-hmm. nine, grade eight. eight, grade eight is when I went uh, to Herring Cove. Yeah. Um, but, uh. You know, in, in elementary school and even junior high, I mean, I was a pretty, I wouldn't say quiet kid, but I um, <clears throat> I kind of kept to myself. I, I had like a little group of friends. I wasn't mm. part of the cool kids club or anything like that. I was just kind of the cool kid in the not cool kids club. Um, There's kind of more of the leader of the, the of B the, movie cool kid. Exactly. You know, I was the Jean Claude <laughs> Van Damme, right? I ran that show, sort of show. You I was never you the Brad uh, Pitt or yeah, the, you Brad Pitt. the Tom Cruise. I was, I was I was I was at best Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? At best.
0: Oh, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, I've had I've had a couple of good years, but I would say more of the Jean Claude is probably the better way of putting it. Um but anyway, there's this there's this guy named Colin, and uh we were fighting over, over a girl. Um her name was Dominique. And I had a crush on Dominique, and he had a crush on Dominique, and I That's ended not up. not even a name that I recognize. You don't know her. You okay. don't know her. Yeah, this is totally. that uh, She never even. She never went to Herring Cove. Oh, that me. would explain. She went to more. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but this was during. This was during elementary. Sorry, right. So this is way back. Mm. This is way back. This is grade grade five. And uh, we were out at recess, <laughs> and the stakes are high the stakes are high and everybody's out there playing is like a 15 minute break or whatever. I remember Dominique was out there in the back of the school playing hopscotch and I was, uh, doing jump rope. Right. And this was just when I was learning how to do like, uh, like the double, like the double jump rope, you know, where you know, double Dutch, the double Dutch. Right. So I was, Mm. I was learning that. Fancy and moves, I, yeah, and uh, and I kept fucking it up. And I remember Dominique, <laughs> Dominique came over and she she showed me sort of the technique uh. that you have to use to to do the double Dutch. That was like and the mini. Course, was it
0: like the mini golf where she reached around your hips and showed no, you how to do it? No, uh. it was more like
1: it was more like she just started doing double Dutch and like I, this is how you do it. Watch, this is how you do it. And then I started. <laughs> you know, I got I got a couple in whatever. So anyway, I uh, Colin Colin was there. And he got pissed at me. And when we lined back up in, to go back into school, when you get all in lines, he was behind me, he pushed me, and I was mm. like, "I was like, what are you doing?" And he, and you know, he was—I don't even remember what he said. This is pretty cloudy. It was but a long time I, ago. Yeah. So, but he he pushed me, and I remember it vividly. And I turned around and was like, "What the fuck?" And uh, and I thought we were friends. Like we weren't like close, but we we were cool with each other. And uh, it ultimately was all about Dominique. So it got worse. So um, the day had passed and, and time had gone on. And Dominique and I were, were... Now I was sitting close to her in class. And Ooh. it was like, you know, full-blown crush type shit, right? Yeah, the and, elementary uh, school crush. I ended up... uh, out, They used to have these little cubbies, like these hangers outside of the classrooms. You put your coat and you can put your winter boots on. yeah. And, yeah. and have it all there and you go in class. So anyway... Uh, we were we were getting out and we ended up kissing like we we did a little peck it was wow. like a, it was like a yeah it was like a dare like we we were you know there's a bunch of truth or dare shit going on it ha- at of course
0: at that age it has to be spin the bottle or a dare because nobody's was, just going for it otherwise
1: yeah it was like it was like a truth or dare thing <laughs> and um we ended up like somebody dared us to kiss during recess or after school one day and we were like no nah, we're not doing that and then we ended up just doing it like not when when we were supposed to but we ended up just doing it anyway colin got pissed as fuck and um he said that uh he was gonna fight me after school was it at the flagpole no it wasn't at the flagpole it was (laughs) in a baseball diamond oh Uh, there's like there's a school there's a basketball court and then there's like a little baseball field so um he was like yeah we're fighting after school and i was scared like I, i you know i was I'd never fought before. I'd never fought anybody like yeah. You know, well you I, would have been I, what, ten? I don't know. I don't even know how old it was grade five. But yeah, anyway 10. he was Yeah, you would have been ten. Yeah, ten, maybe eleven. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, he was like, Yeah, we're fighting. And I was like I was like, No, I don't want to fight. And he was like, You're gonna fucking fight me after school and blah, blah, blah. And then my friends and everybody knew what was going on. And um, I I remember this like it was yesterday. I I leave school and I lived out in in Cowie Hill, so I went to Shebucto. so I could I would just walk home. There were, I didn't get on a school bus or anything, but the route to go home was through the basketball court, and then to the right was the baseball diamond. So yeah, I'm yeah, walking, yeah. I'm walking home with my friends, and there's some commotion going on in the baseball field. There's like and an out in the outfield, there's a group of kids out there. And um, next thing you know, it's like, oh, there's Jeff. There's Jeff. There's Jeff. And kids all started running towards me like, yeah, fight, fight, fight. Kids and are so I was like, I was like,
0: savage. It's amazing. Yeah. And I was
1: like, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to fight him. Right. And I remember walking up to the top of the hill, getting ready to, to, to walk home. And they were like, you know, calling me names and stuff. And then Colin opened up his mouth and he said something about my sister. And I don't remember what he said about my sister. And at the time, my sister was like fucking like one or two years yeah, she's old. was like right? a baby. Yeah, it was like a baby and and he, and he said something about my sister I don't remember what the comment was but anyway it once he said he yelled it He yelled something about my sister and uh and everyone was like oh and and I started crying like I got mad and I started crying and I and 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 I don't know why but I got like super emotional well, when, said, you're, That's it. when you're 10 I'm years fighting. old and
0: you get angry you're yeah. still young enough that crying is part of being angry you're just so angry that just all emotions happen simultaneously
1: Exactly. So anyway, <laughs> I said, that's it. I'm fighting him. Right. So this is like the, the break, the big brave moment that we were talking about. So I walk down the hill and I go into the, to the outfield. And, and the worst part about it is, is Colin was in karate and which was probably the reason why I was scared of him. And like, he was always in karate. Um, his father was like a black belt and fucking like, he, like it was just all this karate shit. Right. So he gets into his fucking stance, like an actual fighting stance and. And I'm, and I'm standing there
0: like, what the fuck, right? What, like, you know,
1: what the fuck is going on? So, um, so anyway,
0: you're Daniel from, from, uh, the karate kid before you got trained.
1: So, so anyway, I, uh, this, this is real. I don't know if I ever told you this story
0: or maybe Scott told you about this. I don't know. I don't remember much of it, if anything. So I think, I think this is new.
1: So, uh, so anyway, you know what I did? So he gets into a karate stance, right? And at the time, this was during, like, PlayStation days. Like, fucking, like, PS1, like, or old arcade. I don't remember what it was. Virtual Fighter? Old. So, uh, there was Tekken. And okay. there, was the, there was the black guy that did the dancing. Like, the Jamaican uh, fighting shit. Capoeira. Yeah, so, anyway, I start... You didn't, I, you then, didn't I'm start... not making this up. I'm not making this up. <laughs> and you can fact check this and ask Scott, okay? You can ask Scott. So... He's standing there like this and I start doing this. <laughs> right? I start, I start, I start doing this shit. I'm like, I'm bouncing around. Like I'm like, I'm fucking like, you know oh what I mean? My like, I, gotta, God. I gotta not do that too much. Cause my knees fuck. But anyway, I'm literally doing the black guy type fucking no. movement around and everybody's going, Oh shit. And then I said, I'm going to beat your ass Jamaican style. Right. And, and that's <laughs> literally what I said. And uh, and for the longest time, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, j- Jeff's this you know j- you know this Jamaican oh, fucking thing." So I'm I'm bouncing around, and dude, there's a, there's a circle of kids. I'm bouncing around, and he's just standing still like this, and he ain't fucking moving. And I'm dancing around this motherfucker. So anyway, I go in and I kick him once, right, and he like it doesn't it doesn't do anything to him, right, <laughs> and then he comes up and he punches me, right. I'm like, fuck. And I'm start, I'm bouncing. I'm bouncing around again. And I'm and now I'm kicking more. And and he's and he's like blocking up. And we just start doing this like really bad scrap. Like it was just a horrible scrap. And then, of course, the teacher comes out. Comes fucking blaring down. Everybody break it up! Oh you know, my god! Right. And and it was like nobody really won the fight. Like nobody was really hurt. There was no blood. There was no like, you know, nobody's on the ground. We just looked like a couple of idiots. That's right. Amazing. And i uh, more me looking like an idiot because he was legitimately ready to fight and use self-defense. And just because I was trying to intimidate him, like I was trying to uh, I was trying to show him like, motherfucker, yeah, you train. So do I, too. I know this fucking shit. The only thing that came to my mind was was Tekken Jamaican style. And they called me Jamaican style for years. Like they even still to this day when we get drunk here at the house during UFC we occasionally bring it up. We Jamaican we start talking style. about the time where I fought Colin Jamaican style out in the fucking <laughs> out in the baseball field. It was ridiculous. So that was probably the bravest I've ever uh that I've ever felt in terms of like being afraid to do something and just doing it. And I probably wouldn't have if he didn't like provoke me with my sister. And I don't know why, but that was like what snapped, you know, it was like, okay, that's it, motherfucker, you know, I'll do it. Um because I was scared. I was legitimately scared to fight the kid. And I went and did it, and felt good. I got suspended, which was yeah. awesome. <laughs> and uh, my dad was proud of me because uh, I told him about the fight, and he was like, you know, always defend yourself, and so on and so forth. So my dad was always cool like that. Did you tell but, him you uh, fought him Jamaican style? I did. I left that part out. <laughs> I definitely left that part out. And uh, and Col and I, you know, it was like a couple days later. I probably before, by the time the suspension was over, we were friends again. Like you know,
0: and because you were in grade five.
1: Yeah and 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 we used to talk about it like um his uh I used to sleep over his house we used to collect pokemon cards and uh we used to we used to like gamble pokemon cards over mario kart for super nintendo we'd play the battle the battle thing yeah, we yeah. both put up like a holographic or something whoever wins a best two out of three or three out of f- or f- uh, five out of seven or whatever four to seven and um we used to just laugh about the fight that we had. You know, it was just it was just one of those things. It was retarded. I wish I would have gotten it on video because when I tell you I was literally fighting Jamaican style, that was the first thing that came in my mind was Tekken. And I was bouncing around like a like a little moron. So that's <laughs> that's probably my that's... bravest I've ever been that I can think of. Like I've done, you know, things as an adult where it of takes course. a lot of, you know, uh, you know, courage or whatever, but in terms of bravery where you're legit fucking you know, you got to man up and just do
0: something that you really don't want to do. Yep. That was it. I'm going to say that's, uh, that's a hard, a hard story to top when you fight Jamaican style. I'm not entirely sure I've got anything. Uh, Mine, mine was probably when the house got broken into and I came home and I was home alone at the time because Gabs was back uh, in the Netherlands at uh, at that time and it was, It was nighttime, because I had gone to Dad's, because we were building Rex's, like, cat hotel fucking thing. And when I got back to the house, and it was like, I don't know, 9.30, 10 o'clock or something, it was it was dark. It was, I don't know, early summer, so it had to be 9.30, 10 o'clock. And when I got home, and I got up to the front door, and I put my hand on the doorknob, uh, and I put the key in, and I turned it to unlock it and it was already unlocked and I was like well that's fucking weird <laughs> and I thought to, uh, I, and so my first instinct was you know did I lock the door when I left the house you know did I just forget to lock it or whatever when I left the house because I was kind of in a rush or whatever going over dad's and I was like yeah that's probably the case you know, I was just, just whatever so I walk in because uh, the door wasn't like left ajar or or anything like that. So I walk into the house and I close the door behind me, and I stop because the first thing I smell is cigarettes. And I was mm-hmm. like, "That's also a bit yeah." That, that's getting weird. That's <laughs> a little more odd. But then I was like, "Well, you know, my next door neighbor because we're in a, uh, you know, I was I was in a um a town townhouse semi semi detached not a townhouse but a duplex, and um when." My next-door neighbor's brother would be over, which was really frequent in the summertime. Summer, his brother was always over. They're, they're both Navy guys. They're in their 30s or whatever. His brother smoked like a chimney. And uh, it would just get into the filters that were outside the house that would bring it into the house. And you'd get this really faint smell of cigarettes in like my office and stuff like that. So, because I'm going through logic in my head, right? I get to the door. I'm like, yeah, probably correct to lock the door. Get inside. Yeah, Jerry's probably over at, at Mike's. It's probably just, they're outside because it was nighttime. They're probably doing their thing, having like their 86th beer. It's whatever. So I get into the house, close the door. And the the light at the landing was on and the light in the kitchen was on. But I had, I had left those on when I left the house. I didn't think uh, anything of it. But I was a little, I was starting to get a little, I was 50-50. I wasn't 100% on what was going on at the time. And I didn't notice at first, but the downstairs door to the basement was open. Um, which led out to, like, eventually my office downstairs. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't remember whether I closed the door or whatever at the time. And, and at the time, I probably didn't. I probably just left the door open. It was whatever. So I go uh, upstairs. I have Tim Hortons in my hand. I haven't eaten all day uh, after breakfast. So I have Tim Hortons in my hand. I got my hot chocolate, got my food. I go up to the kitchen, put it down on the countertops. And I'm still smelling the cigarettes. I'm like, this is fucking weird. And then I see there's light on upstairs. I was like, "What the f- actual fuck?" So I uh, I, uh, I I walk upstairs. I'm going slower at this point. I still got my sneakers on. <laughs> he's slow walking up I'm now. Slow he's walking like- now, and I I go upstairs and I look to get down the hallway, and my bedroom door is ajar and the lights on, and I saw some shit on the floor, and I was like, "Okay, well, fuck." Yeah. Now, 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 I went from fifty-fifty to. 150 50 I, I knew what this, I knew what was going on so I was like well f- fuck and my heart rate goes from normal oh yeah, to like <laughs> 260 whatever the fuck like yeah. max maxed out I need to right? find a knife or a bat or something and, and so the first thing I do is I go into the kitchen I grab my chef knife yep. off the out of the knife block and I was like well now I got to clear my house so yep. I start by going upstairs uh, the but it was weird. So the main floor untouched. The back door was was closed and locked and barred. Nothing. The TV was there. All the every Blu-rays, everything untouched. Kitchen wasn't rifled through. Nothing. I didn't see footprints anywhere on like the the vinyl or uh, nothing. So it's so weird. So I, got, they I took get the shoes off and everything. I, I I they said, they got comfortable. Yeah. So I get I get the knife and I and I went upstairs and i go uh, i go ro- uh, closet to closet room to room cuz they could they could have heard me come home oh yeah and now they're hiding hid. yeah so i'm opening every door but i'm like like fucking off to, i'm o- the side of the door so i'm standing to the side of the door i got my knife in this hand i'm fucking reaching around the side twist the door i'm throwing the door open and i i'm coming around the side so that i'm not standing in the doorway when i open it do that to every room. Start uh, Open the, uh, uh, the closet at the top of the stairs. Open up Gab's office, the first guest bedroom. Uh, get into her office, nothing there. Open that closet, nothing there. Leave that shit all open. Go out the hallway, open up the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. I got to pull the fucking curtain on the tub back. Uh. Which was some shit that's <laughs> ah, Some horror movie shit, right there. You're like, so, fuck. I like fuck. I can't stealthily open that shit. So I just, I just fucking ripped it right. You know, just fucking pulled her out. Nothing. Okay, out the hallway again. Open the laundry room doors. Nothing. Open the uh, my old office guest bedroom door. Nothing. The closet in there. Nothing. Now I finally get to the master bedroom where the door is ajar, and I'd already seen shit on the floor. Lights on. God, fuck okay, alright, fuck it. I straight kicked that door open. I didn't open that shit. <laughs> there was nowhere for me to go. I just fucking kicked that shit. I was ready to kill somebody because my I was like, I've got a knife in my hand. You got a knife in your hand, you're ready to use it. You don't just yep. hold it. And yep. go. I sh- I'm just going to like scream at them and well, hold this knife. If somebody jumps out
1: of a closet or something, they're getting stabbed. They're getting stabbed. Like, legit. Like yeah, just you're getting just,
0: stabbed at this point. Like reactionary that's shit. It.
1: You're being stabbed. Yeah. Like that's the show. If you're in the room, you need to you need to be. I'd have been like, if anybody's in here, you need to fucking say it right now. Because if somebody jumps out, someone's getting stabbed.
0: Oh, I was, I was ready. I was ready to kill a motherfucker for a couple reasons. One, I was like, this is a major inconvenience for me right now. I just did not want. Somebody deserves to get stabbed for Somebody this deserves for this alone. inconvenience. So I, I kicked the door open full on fuck up. I didn't kick it too hard because of renting the place. So I didn't want to fuck the door <laughs> up. So I kicked well, it the Well, you can just blame that on the burglars. You, yeah, you
1: just... could have punched the window or something, just get let some frustration <laughs> out, just smash some. be like, yeah, insurance will cover that. So
0: it was like, because I would have probably put my foot through the door because it, was, it wasn't like a solid corridor. Just one of those hollow ass. So I just like I kicked the door open, but it wasn't like it wasn't like some crazy shit. It just kicked the door open. I get into the room and uh, clear the bathroom first because it's the first thing that comes up on the side. Nothing, and then look into this room, and my room is fucked. Every drawer, every sock, every piece of underwear. They the whole what are they thing looking for trash. Looking for jewelry and cash, right? In the bedroom, so they're uh, everything just torn. Who to keeps
1: shit. who? Uh, jewelry I can see, but who's going to keep a uh, a stack of cash
0: in your sock drawer? I don't know. Somebody apparently uh, at some point. So they just they just gutted everything. I was like, oh god damn! And I didn't have time to inventory what was gone because I was like, I still need to go downstairs to the basement. So I I go back down the stairs and um. Walk down the hallway, and I walk in, uh, and I I clear left, which was the storage room, and that's when I felt a draft, and I was like, "The fuck!" And I, and I, so I opened that door up, and the side window that goes into that that storage room was open, and that's how they got into the house. They barred it; they didn't even break it. They barred the window because the locks in them are shit, so they just barred the window open. And uh, and got into the house that way. And then apparently walked out the front fucking door. Cause the front wow. door was wide open. So broad daylight, mid afternoon, motherfuckers barred the side window. Ballsy. Walked Ballsy. into the house. Stormed. It's not it, like it's not like shit. it's a
1: small neighborhood. There are people like if it's you're Everywhere. got people on top of you. Yes. I could jump to your next door neighbor's
0: front doorstep. Balls. Walked out the front door, closed it gently behind themselves. And went on their merry way, and uh, but walked into the into my main office room, which is just there was no windows, nowhere to fucking go. So I cleared that out, and I noticed what was gone, and uh, and, and once it was once I cleared it out, I went to my neighbor's place, I called the cops, which is the reverse order, by the way, if you're wondering, <laughs> of what should have happened. my My brain was thinking, I'm so angry right now, I just want an excuse to stab a motherfucker. But I also didn't want to leave the house if they were still in it. It was a weird, like, the logic center of the brain wasn't working all that. Like, I really should have just went next door, called the cops. Yeah. And waited whether, there. Whether or not they were in the house, those guys could have had a gun. They could have fucking had a bat. They could have, like, Anything that was going to trump my knife. That, like, you, you never know. So it was stupid. That was probably the 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 line between would, brave honestly, and stupid. Honestly, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, the line I probably between, would have done the same. The line between brave and stupid is a very thin line, and I was I was definitely on the stupid side uh, uh, of that line. But that was pretty much uh, pretty much the way uh, the way she went. But I was I was ready to fucking kill somebody. I was so angry. Yep. Yep. I get more angry about being inconvenienced than the actual thing happening. So I was just thinking to myself. Like, all the shit that I've now got to, like, go through. Just the inventory. Well, also,
1: just the thought of
0: somebody else being in your home, uh, right? That's, just, like,
1: that's fucked up, right? Somebody, like, going through your shit, breaking dis- in the your the house. The
0: disrespect of breaking yeah. into somebody's house, being in somebody else's property, and taking the shit. And the shit they took. Like, these guys were, like, the lowest tier fucking idiots. They went for the most pawnable shit. They took the consoles. They left the fucking cameras. They left. Yeah. They left the computers. They left the monitors. They left the TVs. They left. Fu- every, they left everything. They took one of my two Esquire watches for some reason. They left the second one. They're behind. like, I don't like that. I don't like uh, that model. Whatever. The, the the shit that they took was just so like precise. They knew. Well, as it turns out, they definitely had a laundry list. Like they they had a list of specific items. Because the cops eventually found uh, like a monster stash from like thirty different houses, where it was all tied together. The same guys breaking into places, uh, and um, thankfully they stole things with easily traceable serial numbers, so they didn't do themselves any favors. Uh, oh. And yeah, unfortunately, though I, I lost the Xbox because they sold the Xbox pretty much immediately. But everything else it got back pretty much. So it was kind of fucking whatever. But it was just such a pain in the ass. Oh my God. And again, it was like and from that day forward, it was and I still do it now. I've got to double triple check every lock in the house before I go yep. to bed. I gotta double triple check every lock in the house before I leave the house to go somewhere. Um, I like I I I made I turned it into Fort Knox. My office had a solid core fucking 80 pounds solid core door with a double-sided deadbolt that I locked before I left uh, with hinges that were bolted in so they would have had to literally kick the door. They would have had to shear the hinges off before they get into the room. I had a camera in the corner of the room that was video for when they came in. I had bars on every easy access into the house, plus a security system. I Fort yep. Knox the fucking place. Yep. All because these guys yep. got in and did that shit. And so, yeah, just that, that was, that was, I did, wild. I did the
1: same thing, dude. I I spent $10,000 on a security system in this house. I got eight cameras, 24, seven, seven days a week. I can check them. I can talk to the cameras. They're recording everything. Um, I could check on my dog right now. I could talk to him from another room. I can see all the entire perimeter of my house. I don't give a fuck. Like the, it is literally Fort Knox because, because of shit like that,
0: because the people that will just come in, try and steal your shit. And still, the dumbest shit ever. Oh yeah. Oh no. And Tinnick, it wasn't the deadbolt wasn't put into the frame. Dad and I literally screwed the deadbolt into into the studs, the double studs that make up the frame for the doorway. So there oh, were like that, five, house, that <laughs> five inch screw like leg bolts. so you would have literally had to have Dave Batista in his Phoenix Marcus Phoenix role steamroll that door and yeah. shear every like like 10 screws or somehow magically shear the or, or or break the wood and if i don't know if you've ever tried to break two two of sixes stuck together before it's not easy it's uh, not easy it's not easy but yes it it was it was definitely locked down see and all that from that but that was my brave that was my brave moment um from that last question and I have to because it's our man Jetrix. I can't. Right. I can't pass can't, it. We can't skip Jet because Here's I need. The reason you to, why we eat. I need. I need you to, to brace yourself for this. This six thousand six hundred dollar lifetime supporter. I can't pass up on that. I can't. I can't. A Jetrix ask a question. I'm gonna answer it three times. Yes. Yes. Current pledge of five hundred dollars. Oh. <laughs> Jetrix says hi, guys. Hi, Jetrix. Thank you for paying my bills. Uh, I know you've touched on this a couple of times. <laughs> but uh, seeing some of the stuff coming out of uh, after a major gaming event like E3, it felt like uh, it might be something worth discussing directly. The question is, do you feel that games journalism is now uh, a lost sea of marketing and soapboxing and anger baiting, rather than helping and informing the end user. Any particular stories from this or past E3s that spring to mind? I have a feeling Jetrix has something in mind uh, for this, but what do, you, do you have a take on that, Mr. Black? Do you think that games journalism has just turned into basically a giant like, baiting soapbox machine? You could even extend that to movie journalism, honestly. Just journalism in general. But gaming journalism has definitely seen some shit. It's gotten worse,
1: yeah. It's gotten worse for sure. I don't think it's as bad as the movies, uh, the movie industry yet. Uh, it's getting there. It's getting there. Um, I mean, it, you know, it, it's just, everything's just clickbaits. I mean, everything is just click, everything is just, uh, you know, uh, PUBG sues Fortnite, right? Everything is just there's no there's no context. There's no nothing. It's just a lot of there's a lot of like stuff that you want to click on and then take aside side and lash out. um, But yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I don't really have too much to add on it. It's just the way she is. I don't really pay all that much attention to the journalism and video games, though. You just don't I'm not really into that sort of scene. Well, I know you I know it, you see it in, a lot more than I do.
0: Yeah, but. I I definitely see it. We see it in movie even in like the movie thing for sure too, though. Like people soapbox the hell out of it or they use the you know, they use it for the whole it's like the Me Too movement thing got soapboxed to all hell in the movie scene. Um, you know, things of that nature. So yeah, but <laughs> it's so I'm I'm gonna guess that the thing that Jetrix is probably using as a platform for this question was the Last of Us two kiss scene oh. in, the, in the thing, oh, and yeah. all of the various bullshit from that, and or the Battlefield Five um, female thing, female thing, which are the two hot topics. And honestly, the Battlefield Five thing is bigger than the, yeah. the Ellie thing because Ellie was already known to be a lesbian. Uh, right? a lesbian. So, um, so, but games journalism in general, honest to God. Um, in my opinion, there are a smaller and smaller list of games journalists that are actually worth reading, and pretty much everyone else is there um, for two reasons. They're either there just to get paid because they they told themselves they want to be a games journalist, and they get into the system, and they just, they're doing what they're being told, which is basically writing clickbait bullshit. Uh, or B, they actually, honest to God, believe the shit coming out of their fucking mouth— <laughs> And it's heinous, uh, and they do soapbox a lot, and some. But I think it's just indicative of, of all of all of media and social media in general. Um, is that is that journalists aren't the only people that are having these thoughts? It's just the journalists have a platform in which to stand yeah. up and and yeah. and say these things, yeah. um, and and so it's just kind of the way it is. I mean, with the Battlefield uh, Five. Uh, thing where it was, you know, a bunch of people upset about the the inaccuracy of of a female on the front lines that wasn't a like a, a French resistance soldier or a Russian soldier or something that uh, like a, a country that actually had frontline fighting women or otherwise, but instead it was a Brit with a with a uh, a prosthetic arm doing her thing and then put her on the front cover of the game as well like you no EA isn't going to convince anyone that they aren't pandering if they if EA came out and said and did I don't even something I think they're denying it right Well they <laughs> like are they no they actually even... are okay oh, so well, the the head of EA coming out saying he put on this big spiel about um his daughter seeing apparently his young daughter Seeing this shit on social media and saying, "Daddy, why is it so bad that girls are in your game? The oh, odds of this yeah. actually happening because okay. it is so frequently used you've probably heard it in movies journalism they use it yeah. in games journal it's the I have a daughter whos under the age of like twelve, and she asked me a, a such an innocent question and I thought to myself, You know what it's not right like and just just and so whether that happened or not it's just so it's just even that is so inflammatory and it's, fucking it's a, stupid. It, it's a cop out, man. To it's use so bad. as an excuse to come out and say, "You know, it's not right." And and then he co- he goes on to say that that what they had there is accurate. And anyone who doesn't think so because uh, they think that women weren't involved in the war that way are uneducated. And then in another in another spot, they they use the the term "man babies." Oh. So they are absolutely. they full Star Wars. They're going full yes, Lucas. They've absolutely. They're doubled down, digging in on this mm, to the point mm. where he said, "If you don't like it, just don't buy the game." Like they're they're double, triple, and down on this shit. Ooh. Okay, and the James, the games journalists are are by and large not all of them, but they're getting in on that kind of shit, and they'll you know they'll they'll make it worse than it already is. It's true that there are a ton of guys on the, on the YouTube comment section. Not that you should ever use the YouTube comment section as a barometer for literally anything. But the YouTube comment section that we're, that were complaining simply about there being a woman there, period. Making mm. jokes about it. A bunch of 13-year-olds seeing other people doing it and just mimicking some, some fuckery, right? But the reality is EA... So the timeline of this is EA sees... Um, Call of Duty come out with with their World War II thing. They they see Call of Duty get lambasted for not having um, a, an accurate World War II representation. They start talking up Battlefield 5, saying ours is going to be uh, a, a historically accurate experience. Then we get this trailer come out which is about the polar opposite in every respect that you could... Ever imagine? Yeah, yeah, it's not even an argument. It's to just that. stupid. Yeah. And then they put the female with the prosthetic, like the, the most, the, like we joked about before, we're hitting almost every target demographic possible yep. and putting them on the cover of the game. Yeah. If she drove a Jeep and was on a softball team, it'd be, it'd be that'd be it. It'd be that, the show. That is, you cannot convince me. That they are not doing that to pander to the fuckery in the market right now, the loudmouths that are that are charging mm-hmm. all of this crap that doesn't mm-hmm. even need to be charged, but they're poking mm-hmm. it because they're like, oh, oh. and then the
1: journalists are picking up on all of it and they're just the jur- running their articles and, they just and they're just, run oh yeah, dude,
0: it's a free
1: marketing, it's a free marketing campaign.
0: Oh. oh, they run wild with it, and it's and it's and it's frustrating because. With this Battlefield Five thing, and I know it doesn't answer the question directly, but I'm into it now as it is. They, it's it's so frustrating because EA had this this beautiful moment to be a a naughty dog, where Naughty Dog isn't pandering to mm-hmm. people. They could have, with them having said it's going to be World War II, historically accurate, they could have had easily females in, in the multiplayer modes and, and, and shit like that, because for the campaign side of things, have French resistance female fighters. Have a section on the on the Russian side of things, despite the fact that the Russians weren't on necessarily the the right side of history for that shit, and everyone needs to be, you know, the general allies of the Americans and the Brits and all that whatever fucking nonsense. Yeah. You know, you had a platform to actually showcase... While still being inclusive, because we're working women into the games, the female side to the front line or resistance fighters from other nations, just because they aren't American or British, doesn't mean they can't be in the fucking game, and give us their stories. You still get the women in the game. You still get them in multiplayer. Give them a fucking prosthetic if you want to be stupid about it. But don't, but don't make it a historically inaccurate female because now you're doing it just to have a female in the game and then have a prosthetic just to do that target then and put her on the cover to really drive it home, because that the holy fucking trinity of stupid has just signaled to me that you are pandering and nothing more. And then to have the tenacity, the fucking nutsack, or I'm going to say the lack thereof, to go out and drag your your daughter's whether or not it's true or not bullshit fuck out into the into the limelight, so that you can play the victim role and be mm-hmm. like, oh the, oh, the the population's attacking us. Oh, I can't. Do you oh. think she's going to be the main character? Abs fucking lutely. Hundred and ten oh. if she's on the cover, why wouldn't she be? And they're gonna come up with a size. and now and now all of their languages from the E three moving on, all of their languages, our take, our story, yeah. our this, our, our that, our. it's no longer historically accurate. It's our, yeah. our, our. Now changing the language, but yet when they're when they're pushed on it publicly about the historical accuracy, then they play a victim role. They try and flip the script, say everyone else is just attacking them, make everyone else a misogynist, fuckboy, man, baby, uneducated, whatever other uh, terms they want to use uh, to describe these people. And, and, and so that essentially what it makes it look like is that they're untouchable because because the moment they label you that, it's like, well, what what, what does my argument mean now? It's yeah. not. It's not that I have a reasonable argument. You've just. You've just labeled me oh, an uneducated. No, it's, it's, ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's so, yeah. Ridiculous. It's oh. It's absolutely stupid as hell. Drives me fucking wild. And then again, to go back to the question, that kind of shit gets pushed like crazy by the uh, vast majority of the of the journalists, or it gets made worse. They 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 sensationalize it even further. They sass it up even more to get the clickbaity or the better, and that's and that's gaming journalism by and large. I mean, even Giant Bomb has largely, even though they have some of the most uh, trusted names in the business, they don't even do that much writing anymore. They just do video content and reactions and stuff because they don't. I feel like they don't even want to be. They want to be part of that shit. They just want to do their thing. And let the world be crazy around them. Uh, although I should say that Patrick Kepler came at a Giant Bomb, unfortunately, as an intern. And he's he's one of the current journalists that uh, definitely likes to uh, stick a cross in the ground and die on it every like five, six days. So uh, not everyone's safe. But anyway, that's going to be it. We're going to end it there. Jetrix gets his thing. I'm sweating like a whore in church because I this room is hot. I'm sick. My armpit, my right one specifically, smells like a 13-year-old going through hormonal changes. I, I can't even stand the smell of myself. I'm going to get out of this room because I'm going to suffocate. But i got to edit this podcast. So we're going to call it there. Jeff's going to go and play Realm Royale. He's going to hopefully get some more wins. We will be back uh, next week. Thank you very much for uh, stopping by. If you're watching us here on Twitch, you can uh, catch it uh, on YouTube if you missed it out and you want to see the the cameras and everything in between. If you're listening to this on iTunes and everywhere else, thank you so much for continuing to to download this podcast. You can hit up patreon.com slash technical alpha if you want to support the show further. We've got lots... And lots to do here internally. We have we haven't even done verses in a long time. We got no, we got we shit get, to work out. We got, we got dirty got ketchup, laundry dude. to air out like crazy. So we gotta we just gotta work through it all. But we're getting there and we appreciate everyone's patience and sticking around and listening to these shows. And until we see you guys next week, do us a favor. Uh have a good one. Let me just get this end scream uh, screen, end screen end screen up and get our current list of Of Patreon's up, so I get this right. the The screen isn't necessarily up to date, but I can get the uh, I can get the proper list right here. Come on, Patreon! I believe me. There you go. Hey, guess what? Jetrix. We already know this dude's paid my child through college at this point. Postal Panda. Not not too far off, in all honesty. (laughs) Matt Miller. Chico, Martin, Black Jimmy, Toad of Steel, Jorbaugh, Jamaican Jazz, Adam Barlow, and Derek P. Bless each and every one of you guys. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to shout out some other ones down here just because of the lifetime that we got going on here. Just extending this. I'm just scrolling down, seeing some of the lifetime. Holy hell. We got some heavy hit. I'm just going to slight real quick about it. CMC, Mr. Miyagi, Soft Shoe. William, Granddad's Belt. What else we got here? This is some crazy shit going on. Richard C. Uh, Michael T. Hunter. Uh, Saren Cloud. Oh, just, just madness in here. Lars. Dude, we got so many people in here just with just epic, epic lifetime. You guys are all legends. Thank you. You're all producers today. Congratulations. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you once again. For stopping by and uh, and entertaining our thoughts, <laughs> and until next time, peace.